welcome to the show. This is the TJF Podcast. I'm here with Ryan here with Sexy the Pharaoh Wizard. Hello, hello. <laughs> Megastar Mark. Hello. How's everyone doing? Oh, cut, man. I'm going to cut that and put it first, and it's going to be go. super out of context. Perfect. Enjoy. Oh, oh, oh uh, yeah. update alert. I figured out my peacock situation. <laughs> oh, my God. This is from like four episodes oh, Everybody ago. stop the presses. <laughs> Greg, tell us about your peacock. You, so have two pe- off, you, had, you had two peacocks. That was about I canceled right, it right. now. Uh, but, Both or one? Well, <laughs> so it turns out I only had one peacock. Okay. However, because it's peacock. Yeah. I was being charged $5 for Peacock and a separate four ninety nine uh, charge for the no ads. Oh, shit. I thought you were going to say like the WWE oh. Network was an additional charge. To so I peacock. thought it was two Peacocks, yeah. but in fact, it was one Peacock split into two payments <laughs> for no fucking reason at all. <laughs> You've always had a massive problem with telling how many peacocks you have. So right. I mean, that's 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 the problem. Go out my backyard peacocks. right now. Right. I mean, rough guess Shut seventy. The fuck up. But honestly, it could be right. more. Could be less. It's like that you perfect strangers some, episode some. with the turkeys. You know, just right. all in your backyard. People don't know this, but cocks are like rabbits. They just constantly new cocks all over, all over. Yeah, brightly colored. It's weird how streaming services do that. Like, just charge me the ten yeah. bucks. What the right. fuck? We Go. we might have a crisis here, fellas. I have this in the notes. Okay. We have a crisis on our well, hands. Well, now I'm bringing it up, but bring it up. Hulu, all all the TV shows, all the TGIF TV shows look like they're expiring at the end of the month. They are gone as really? of four days, five yeah. days from now. Yeah, right? something. Even Perfect Strangers, it's like everybody. Well, that's so, a fucking tragedy. Cooper, Perfect Get Strangers, me Billy Hulu. I got words for him. <laughs> so they got to be uh, going somewhere. They have so, to be going to Disney yeah. Plus, right? I don't think so. I looked this uh-uh. up because I got super freaked because I was like, oh, my God, this is like the favorite, most favorite thing that I do every month. I don't <laughs> want this to go away. And so I looked it up and I found a bunch of blogs and stuff. And apparently Time Warner Media owns all of TJIF, which is super fucking weird. Oh, that's because strange. Huh, Disney yeah. and ABC was where TJIF was, where it mm-hmm. aired. Disney centric episodes. When you look I mean, up step by step, who is who owns step by step? It says Warner Media. So the theory out there is they're going to show up on HBO Max. HBO Max. Oh, I mean, that's fine. All, all of them HBO will be on it. HBO Max. Cool. That'd be that's great. Right. That, their streaming platform is one of the best. Oh, yeah. Very threat- straightforward, which I like. I've been threatening the cancellation of HBO Max in my house. Like, I, I, I don't need this. Let me get rid of it. And now I. Now I have to keep it if they're on there. So why would you cancel? You have like what would you watch the wire on? (laughs) Twelve Justice Leagues. I couldn't get through the first five minutes of. But it's in black and white now. Batman versus Superman. I think I got five minutes, and I was like, "This fucking sucks." I'm out. I'm out. I'm an adult. I can say no to this. Something inherently goofy about Justice League, the original one, that has made me watch. Oh, I love those Zack Snyder movies. (laughs) They are. They really got me. Bad. Yeah, like they're, they're they're so bad that I find them mm-hmm. not like the room funny bad, mm-hmm. but there's like it's it's almost like he's intentionally trying to make a shitty superhero movie, and I respect <laughs> it for that. Right. Are you ready uh, to go back ooh. to school? Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Yes, I actually went back to school today. What? Oh my god! Fucking topical. First grade again? Yes. Wow. I know. I'm gonna pass this time. No, I went back. 
I went back and saw my old college advisor at the radio station today. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was a great time. But like yeah. the crazy, it was like literally stepping into a time capsule. Like I walked into that radio station and there were still posters on the wall that I had put there. Oh wow. my God. I was going like, to ask you I how much that it... thumbtack. <laughs> I was going to ask you how much of it changed because I've been in that radio station. And, and... Yeah. there was a TV station right next to the radio station in the, in that building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the TV station is like totally new, brand new cameras, brand new set, brand new audio board, brand new video board, everything totally new radio station. Fucking identical. <laughs> Audio guys. I mean, I'm not I'm not kidding. Like there was a lock on the filing cabinet and I brought my I brought my friend Ty and he's like, oh, hey, that lock's still there. <laughs> Kevin was like, yeah, you know, the combo. He's like, maybe I was the one who put it there 20 years ago. Wow. Oh my like, God. It, I mean, it's it's it was like going back in time. Literally, it was bizarre. So, yeah, back to school. Damn. I went there today. It's wow. all topical, That's baby. Pure coincidence. Yep. Last no. time on the show, we did adjacent TJIF shows. I would encourage you to go check that out because that, that was super great fun. Episode. Oh my god! Very fun to go look at the other uh, things going on during the '90s. So much fun. Weird today. That, like, you know, we watched Full House on this you know episode, <laughs> and then we had real acting the last episode with you know Will Smith. So right. interesting, interesting. Right. Yeah. And now we have, we're back to Full House again. <laughs> Anybody who currently in an adult form enjoys full house <laughs> is lying <laughs> like they're lying to themselves and they're mm-hmm. lying to us because they're being intentionally obtuse as to whether it's good or not i'd love to know there's so many people that say they like or dislike things and i guarantee they haven't watched then watch it yeah, right right when's right. the last time you if you like full house genuinely like to know not putting you down when's the last time you actually went through it and watched it Sometimes like, I wonder too, like Netflix, what Fuller House is like one of their highest like rated. How are they they view right. that the streaming views? And I often wonder though, is that just like background noise? Like, is that why it is? Because it's just Could you don't be. need to pay attention. You know, you yeah. get safe for all the kids to put on. Like it just exists. Kids like in it. The Parents can deal so, with it. Right of every single household where they just want to shut the kid up. Yeah. I mean, without getting too cynical about yes. it, uh, I think most people just don't think about mm-hmm. entertainment. It's like, no. did did I watch a thing? Am I now done with that thing? Yes, therefore mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. So on the menu today, it's Sabrina, Full House, Boy Meets World, Clueless is back, mm. hanging with Mr. Cooper. Nice this, little spread here. And this is what, Maybe. our second, uh, second Mr. Cooper and second Clueless, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. Yep. Nice. Sorry. I like that. Thank I like. It. I like kind of diving into some of the ones we haven't really. I think it's too our, much with only our third Sabrina. I want to say. Is it really? I think so. It's not Back a ton Street of Boys Spring, guest the, stars, and yeah. this one or the three this that is I the third one. Yeah. Yes. Right. Right. So, okay. So we we've we're diving. Maybe in our that. last. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. <laughs> As I we said to the quorum, listen, Hulu uh, is everything is leaving Hulu. Very oh, scary. Oh, maybe we don't even have a choice. Right. This is frightening. It. Mm-hmm. scared the fucking shit you, out of me this will be nothing but clueless episodes because we're all on youtube that's all i'm, we not, can do. I'm telling you right now i'm not paying for teen angel all right i'm not paying for it wherever that's available I'm not paying for it i'll share my password your birthday. <laughs> okay we're good we're good all right back to school got any good back to school stories memories obviously you just shared one greg I sent my kid back this or two weeks ago. It yeah. was her first time back, you know, since COVID started. We, she was virtual for a year and a half. Oh, right. Yeah. And this was her first time actually at the junior high. 
Wow. Um, and I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm, I'm talking to her all, you know, she's just so much different than I am. Like, I was telling her, like, you know what, it's going to be an adjustment. You're going to take some time. You know, there's a lot of new people out there. You obviously have your friend. Fucking no, the kid, no problem at all. <laughs> just strolls right in. She's like, yeah, I met like 10 new people. They're all coming over tonight. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so... <laughs> oh, okay. You don't need yeah, me at right, all. Yeah, I must say, I am just in the background. That's fine, kid. You're... <laughs> I can just drive you places. I wish, I, wish I had that confidence when I was that young. You I know, know right? Because so, I don't remember, like, I remember middle school, especially for me, it was just very awkward. And it, it is awkward because, like, your body's changing and, like, you know, everything's right. like, you have a lot more responsibility. Um, but I don't remember. I remember like my first day in high school. Like I remember like the um, where they brought you in before school started, like the day before, and you got to meet all these people. And I met a lot of people who would still be my friends to this day. Yeah. And that's it. I don't remember like that first day though. I remember the day before the first day. Yeah. Right. I hated school. Just like I like I I enjoyed the social aspects of it. Sure. You know, even all the way through college. Well, like the idea of like actually going to school and going to class and doing homework and all that stuff. I mean, it was like, I, I hated it. Not just like, oh, so, uh, you know, school wasn't for me. It's like, I hated every second of it. Would you chalk that up though to like the mm. school that you went to being kind of like, you know? Well, maybe. Crazy. You know? I had like such a weird school experience because I, after I, the prom you know, episode, we all know. Through seventh grade. Um, <laughs> okay. And then I went to a Waldorf school for two years. I don't know if any of you are familiar yeah. with it. It's like a, no. it's like a real free thinking hippie school in, in Saratoga uh, around here, but there's actually Waldorf nice. schools everywhere. Right. But my parents didn't think I was learning good Christian ideals there. So after, mm. so I was there for eighth and ninth grade and then 10th grade, they sent me to a Christian school, which I just hated. I actually did like that Waldorf school. Now that, you know, now that you mentioned it, Mark, I like, mm. I, I thrived there because I just wasn't, I'm just not the type of person who sits down for 45 minutes and gets lectured at. Um, and that Walter school was very much like, all right, well, here's a five minute talk on explosions. Why don't we go blow some shit up? <laughs> and I'd <laughs> be like, awesome. okay, I'm into this. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. And that was like, uh, if you're familiar with the rest of development at all, they talk about a school that they send maybe to where they, they you see a report card and it's like, Oh, Jim makes maybe feel, and then it's a picture of an alligator. Uh, <laughs> that is very much that school that I went to. Like we didn't get grades mm-hmm. for ed, ed for anything. It was like all pass fail, and it was like English makes Greg feel sad. <laughs> <laughs> Math makes Greg feel sad. Yeah. Uh, so you, Greg I feel mean, happy. <laughs> you you might have a good point, Mark. Like that Christian school just wasn't for me. Yeah. Like I just can't imagine a, you. I mean, I met you I know. in college. But uh, like that, when you told me about that, when after we first met, like it was hard for me to picture you in that type of environment. It was, I would be happy anyway. There. Like for you right. to be happy in that environment, I guess is mm. what I'm saying. So I've had such a, like that radio station I worked at was a Christian radio station too. Mm. And just like because of the people I know, I keep getting shoehorned into these things. And it's like, this is mm. the exact opposite of me as a human being. Yep. Full I'm House sorry. season three, episode two, Back to School Blues. DJ has a rough first day of junior high when she finds out all the kids are so grown up. She learns that more makeup isn't necessarily the the answer to this problem, even though it is kind of the answer. Is this the, the description? End. I mean, it's literally the solution. I was when I got my first boyfriend, my first slow dance, my first slow kiss. <laughs> and then I woke up and it was all a dream. <laughs> Goodbye, Dad. See you later. Bye-bye. Have fun. Wait for me. I go, too. Hold on, you little sesame streaker. 
You don't start nursery school till next year. Okay, full house. Buckle up. <laughs> get it out of the way first. Just get it out of the way. Yeah, hide right. and seek. Hide and seek with Michelle. <laughs> all being cute, cute baby stuff. Uh, I was telling Ryan off the air. This is definitely the point where they say it's going to be Michelle centric from here on in. This is the beginning of that. Yeah, I hope you like this dumb shit. <laughs> yeah. DJ is hogging the mirror, trying to get looking good for her first day. Uh, Stephanie's upset because it's the first time they won't be at the same school together. She's on screen. Whining about something right. stupid. I'm always upset. <laughs> Every uh, single episode, there's got to be yeah. something. Jesse and Joey talk to their advertising guy about closing some deal, and they have to play golf with the guy to close oh, the deal jesus this christ such a foreign concept to me as a poor as a poor <laughs> <laughs> Why do you, believe you, are, to... you are one of the poor jesse's like yeah i can play golf for sure Terrible. i used to work in the golfing industry i guess and wow. uh and i can i went golf every single time we had to like give a client or a country club that we went to go sell to we'd always just golf you know right there but i never golf. I, I i can count how many times i've actually played the game of golf on one hand i mostly wow. just sat in the, the the cart and drank you play I, golf um, i find a it lot? cathartic really I, I mean yeah well not as much i've not, not as much you're, I you're a very busy man now yeah uh, well the, yeah that was the intent the intent i mean with with the coronavirus like i was trying to that's a good coronavirus uh right activity. i was trying to get out of the house and still get some exercise without having to go to the gym mm-hmm. um but like this year, uh, I mean, maybe this is all years from now on, but it was like the worst weather year in the history of oh, the God. planet. So bad. Yeah, it was like real my bad opinion. I'm not North. talking statistics here. I'm sure statistically it was as well. Um, rain, but it like was 20 out of 30 days in July. Right. July right. Was it was like either a billion or degrees yeah. or raining. So I, yeah. you know, I paid a lot of money for this membership. Sure. And as it stands right now, I paid like $130 around. <laughs> where i could have just gone down and paid like 50 so wow. uh i'm really hoping to milk the fall it's a good time it's, to play um, but yeah boss, i do like it i like just getting outside and being alone it's my dream yep. you play by yourself yeah i like I put I, I, like i put i put podcasts on and i just play team that's awesome that is good. that's fun that yeah. sounds yeah. fun to me my boss uh, is an avid giver. Well, he's not me. He just recently retired and he's an avid golfer, but he also knows like the, the background I came from knowing a lot mm-hmm. of the golf course in the area. And if he can't get like a tea time, he'll ask me to reach out. I'm like, <laughs> you want me to ask like the pro shop guy? <laughs> like, cause that's all I ever talked to. I can make a call <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and get you some pants. Right. Mark, right. Mark, I mean, Mark, Mark, what do you got? You gave Shaq a pair of pants, didn't you? Shaq, little, yeah, Shaq, golf we, pants. We designed Shaq a Shaq. golf outfit, which he not only wore for the wow. event he was doing. We wore, like we designed old fashioned golf clothes. You know, it was basically like plus fours, the goofy okay. hats, the vest, you know, that type of stuff. The good and stuff. The, yeah, and Shaq, his his reps contacted us and they said like, listen, like we want he wants to do something fun because he's Shaq, of course he does. And yeah. they gave us his dimensions, and that man he's amazingly tall but his waist is like 56 like it, it's it's a huge waist and he's not fat like you see Shaq he's just he's a not, massive human yeah right um and like his socks we had to like tear apart two socks and sew them together to equal one foot what the it was hell? he's freakishly huge and he sent us pictures afterwards or his people sent us pictures he just wore it after the event 
at like the party afterwards. He wore it at night. He's like carrying Ricky Fowler around in his golf gear. He like loved it. He just it was so like that was like the coolest association I had. It was it's incredible. Cool that. Yeah, very it's fun. incredible. I also sold uh, golf outfits to Dan Aykroyd. So you know my my childhood screamed. Race dance. Knit, Race right? dance. That's right. Sadly, somehow still the worst Ghostbuster. Yeah. Who's the uh, best Ghostbuster? Bill Murray. Oh, Bill Murray. Yeah. Probably. And then I would say Egon. Egon's a very close Egon. second. And yeah, then Egon's the bottom two are... Right. Winston's underrated. <laughs> oh, he's for fun. sure. Yeah. Winston has he's, some he's just the audience. Like, what the right, fuck are right. we doing? <laughs> that first movie where they just hire him on the spot yeah, and he just says, so whatever good. you want me to believe in, as long as it's a paycheck. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Everybody fine. can relate to that yes. shit. Yeah. Full All house. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. As many tangents as we can get. Danny brings the girls their bag lunches and they say uh, DJ says like only losers um, bring their own lunch. I need to buy lunch. He's like, okay, here's some money. Just get the fuck out of here so I can go be an anchor. Uh, Becky comes in and talks about how much action she got in junior high. It's like junior high, man. I had dates every night. Oh, baby. Yeah. Cause you're fucking Becky. Of course she did. Uh, Stephanie's scared to be alone. As we said, we go to junior high and there's popular girls being all like Guns N' Roses music yeah. videoed. We got a dude with a mustache. People are just making out in line, waiting to sign up for classes. We meet Kathy, who grew up. Mm. This is the first of like, I think, five or six jokes like this in I mean, the back to school section. I get she, that this she, is like a thing. I'm sorry. She matured. If you will. Yeah. Blossom. I get that this is like a thing. I mean, obviously, like kids go through puberty or whatever. Yeah. Right. But like they really draw know. attention. It's a weird taste shit. in my mouth having like mm-hmm. multiple young ladies get boobs jokes. Yeah. So like, many. Knowing Cause... it's a show written by men and I'm assume directed by men and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Again, kids go through that. Like, that's a real emotion you have. Mm-hmm. But sure. at the same time, like, and I just don't feel. I just don't love it. They harped on it too much. It was, a you lot. know, like these, these are 14 year old girls and the writers really were adamant that we stare at their chests. So it was a little weird. It's probably ways to get around that and be like, wow, you grew up a lot. You look great. Right. Something like that. Then just like literally like the bug eyes like, woo. Yeah. I mean, there's like scenes where like they're literally just staring at like, yes, young right. girls boobs. Right. Yeah, it's right. weird. It's like, I don't. even if you have to make this joke which i don't think you do like you're saying ryan there's way better ways to tell the joke yeah Mm -hmm. i mean they do try anything but what the fuck do i expect from full house they're just like yeah (laughs) you make your first joke joke whatever you want to say you blossomed overnight and then move on and we got the idea right we don't need to keep zooming in joey and michelle try to cheat teach jesse how to golf he comes out looking good man he's mm-hmm. got that cool ass outfit with the cool pants on you something i would have made gets a <laughs> gets a I golf i thought yeah gets a golf lesson i enjoyed this part where he gets up to the ball yep. and does the elvis hips perfect loved it mm-hmm. one of the only good consistently good people on this show is for sure like, i like the whole like teaching him how to golf thing i thought that yeah. like you know that had some potential there uh and we'll get to it but i i, I kind of like the way this b story was shaping up it, especially considering i was totally under in right. the a story so that's 
was we'll shaping. To, we'll was shaping up. Was shaping up. <laughs> was yeah, shaping right. up. I think it's key. Yeah. Jesse sucks at golf, but Michelle is good. He needs help from Joey. So, of course, we get the, uh, he shows him how to stand and gets behind him. And Jesse says, this is too much. Too much gay, basically. Uh, like the eighties, so uncomfortable. Yeah. There's a lot of gay panic and yes, gay panic. I'm yeah. really curious to see what you think about when we get to Boy Meets World when the gay stuff comes up because I wasn't sure how to take that. Because I, I agree. At I, one yeah. point, I was like, I would say, yeah, yeah, we'll have a discussion about that. But I was like, oh, I don't know if I like this or not. I don't know what they're going for. But if it was one version of it, it could right. be fun. It, right. That, yeah, right. We'll get to it. We'll get we'll to get it because to it. I was also very confused. I was but... like torn there. Like, yeah, right, oh, right, right. okay. But anyway, this is just ridiculous. Jesse chops up all the lawn and Michelle says like, daddy's going to be mad. And she hits the ball and says, I hit ball. Good. Babies in boxes. Jesus Christ. Wish y'all could see the video portion of Craig right now. <laughs> Maybe if they didn't have Michelle in the beginning and this is all she did. It'd be a better. We're going to get a lot of this. We're going to get a lot. Yeah. The teacher and dj are wearing the exact same stupid outfit with the vest super and funny stuff. joke that, that was I a mean, joke like, that was a good nailed joke. it crushed the only one uh she <laughs> and besides elvis the elvis dance so she goes and eats lunch in a phone booth and pretends to call people because she's so depressed I Danny, very specifically remember this part of this booth. episode we're growing up yeah. i don't remember any really? of the rest of this episode but I, for some reason dj in a phone booth is just like huh the quintessential now, DJ moment. Did you guys have like phone booths in your middle school or high school? Do you remember? Yeah, I have phone booths. booths but That's a great like question. Banks, like five in a row, like with the little plastic. Yeah. Not like you would. Yeah, close. right. Yeah, right up think front. So. I don't think I did. You wouldn't close yourself in, but it was like available if you needed. Right. Oh, you know what? Interesting. We uh, uh, oddly enough, it was the opposite. We had phone booths, but there were no phones in them. So there was just what do you do with them? They Make were just out? they were just there. Yeah. Okay. No, we didn't. We I didn't get a stance. You think we were making out? <laughs> I didn't get a cell phone until I was in June, a junior. I want to say my parents got me a cell phone on my 16th birthday. Like they gave me. Like, yeah. yeah. Yes. Copies as soon as I drove and like, a phone. Yeah. Drove cell phone. That's that's when exactly started. what it was. Yeah. I had a, I had a um, neon green cell phone. I still remember. I was orange. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> I, had the, I had the Nokia brick. And I, oh, I did right. not really use for anything except for I played snake yes. on it. Well, a little game where you do? eat stuff. Great and game. I, oh, God. Yeah. Pass that around to my friends who didn't have that's a triple A game right there. Danny's pissed off about the lawn being all chopped up. Stephanie comes back and it's like, this is, we're going to talk about it, but this is part of the problem with Full House. She comes back, the problem is solved off screen and off camera. Right. And everything's fine. Bye. Like, yep. Why even put it in? Right. The C story just filtered out. Don't put it in if that's how you're going to play it, but whatever. DJ and Kimmy Gibbler try to put on makeup and it's a weird and they say how do we look and stephanie goes cheap which is an okay joke but also it's like, an okay wow. joke but it's super weird coming from a second grader right yeah. right weird like she has seven years context old. for that right right i don't super, think i don't know i don't, I don't know a lot weird. of second graders Steph- to- stephanie watches a lot of like red shoe diaries so that makes sense <laughs> sure. a lot of this show is kids saying things they shouldn't say or like super advanced like especially michelle wouldn't say or never would say yeah right danny 
cleans his rubber gloves. I remember this as a kid. So mm-hmm. remember this scene of him cleaning his rubber gloves because he's such a clean freak. They catch the girls trying to get out of the house with tons of makeup on. And like, this is not okay. You look crazy. You have too much makeup on. You got to go upstairs. The three yeah. of them are like, how do we handle this? No, dad. How do you handle this? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. The uncle shouldn't be involved in this, in this dilemma right now. They shouldn't be up in the room talking to her. Like this, this is a dad thing. Danny says, this is also a kind of a good line. What's what is going on? She's like, well, everyone looks older and they have all this stuff going on. And he's like, you can't go from 12 to 25 in one night. <laughs> like you have to kind of like work your way up to that point, which I thought was a good line. Um, and Becky comes in and is like, what is going on? Why would your father put makeup on you? And she's like, no, that was me. She's like, okay, well, a little makeup goes a long way. I remember this is a famous scene. Michelle comes in. She got a hold of the lipstick. So it's all over her face. Then she puts it on Danny's face. Yeah, you know, we got We got to do that. They learn how to put on makeup correctly. And then they go and make friends. And then they make fun of the um, background dancers from... Uh, Axel Rose video saying, oh, they have too much makeup on. Maybe someone should tell them the end. Everything's good. What they eat lunch with part of an ending. Ryan, how did that golf story end, by the way? That golf side plot. <laughs> they <laughs> didn't end. There was did not- it not end? It- I assume they just came back and, and was like, that worked out great. <laughs> That's exactly- they didn't even say that. It just never was addressed. This is it the was- problem with the show. Come like- on. I have this, never, we've watched a lot though of TGIF already. I've never yeah. seen a B plot completely abandoned like it was in this one. Two of them. Two yeah, of them. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Stephanie I mean, thing too. Yeah, the Stephanie right. thing is wrapped up in one sentence. So it's not yeah. completely abandoned, but still, it's like, oh, everything's fine. Yeah. I freaked out for no reason. Ugh. God oh, damn. Boy. I could have totally, show. like, they could have played on that so many ways. Like, them helping each other boy meets world we're gonna get to that they do an excellent job of putting that in of Mm -hmm. the like the family the brothers like how are they gonna do this yeah but like you had a ready-made story and you they got to it at the end with having aunt becky be like the mother figure you know like let me help you that's fine that's yeah. fine, but it should have been like sprinkled in throughout as opposed to like having the three, the two uncles like kind of bumble their way through. And then once again, a golf story that went nowhere. Like it was Didn't just. Didn't need it. We. <laughs> shittiest back, writing on this fucking Back show. at it again. The golf story literally gets no resolution. Nothing. Zero. And Greg? after it started, okay. Like, I mean, like I kind of liked the golf stuff in that, in that one, that one. Uh, that the one part scene. where they're in the yeah. backyard is pretty good. Kind of good. okay. I it's thought okay. we were going to one on the course yeah. and like, you know, Jesse was going to make a fool of himself. And at least that would have been, I might've hated it, but it would have been logical. Nope. We could have had, yeah, something there yeah. or just nothing. Don't it even said, put it in. And said 14 year old boobs. That, that's where the yeah. money is. Guys. A lot. I realized a couple things about this show. The first, and this is going to be as close as I can come as to a compliment. I like the adults on this show. Right. I it like when they interact mm-hmm. with each other, you know, like mm-hmm. when Danny's scrubbing his gloves and they're like, yeah, we right, knew it would right. come to this, you know, like there's no shame in therapy. I thought all yeah. that was funny when they realized they had to go talk to what's her for DJ. Like, yeah. right. I liked the conversation they had. I thought Jesse and Joey had a lot of chemistry. I think Uncle Jesse's great in this show. Like, I understand that this is the fundamental building block of this show. 
but it would be a billion times better if those kids weren't in it. I hate, I hate the fucking babies. <laughs> and and yeah, I'm going to segue into another big problem on, I have with the show. <laughs> so we commented. I, I've made the joke a few times. Babies in a box because. That right. the first, I think it was the, well, the, the Christmas first episode, episode. This, the Christmas yeah. episode we watched. There but was a like nonsensical amount of time focused yeah, zo- on zooming in on the stuff. Just doesn't matter. The kids in the like jokes weren't being said. Right, music wasn't being played. Yeah. It was nothing to do just, with the story. I mean, you know, without exaggeration, it was probably fifteen to thirty seconds of a baby in a box. It felt longer, but it felt longer, <laughs> and they kept cutting back to it. But I realized in this episode also that the the pacing of this show is so terrible because the creators think that those kids are funny Mm. and they're not so like the camera Mm. i I, this is the first time i really noticed it and it's all clicking for me michelle will say a line and then the camera will linger on her because they think that just the existence of babies is funny mm-hmm. i very specific i noticed it when they were playing hide and seek like she would say the line and the camera would stay there for like maybe two seconds and then they would cut to jesse but if the baby said the line like i went again and then they immediately cut to jesse's reaction i think mm. it might have actually worked as a joke it, it would not have been good but i think it would have actually functioned the way it was intentionally but to actually linger on Michelle's reaction. Like I went again, one, two, three, and then the cut. It feels weird. Why do you think that was done? I think because they think babies are funny. And I they just kept it on because they thought right. like, I the think they think that continue. Michelle is cute. I think they think that those twins are cute. Lingering is they're trying to get that cuteness. That's what right. it is. I mean, it's definitely intentional. And then I noticed it again in this episode when they were playing golf, like Michelle would have a line and it wasn't funny, but it was like approaching funny, but then it would just like, okay, why are they cut, cut, <laughs> cut, please cut away. Yeah. And as crazy as this is, I think it affects the entire show because everything in full house feels rushed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Everything. And mm-hmm. as weird as it is, if they cut, I bet you it adds up to 30 seconds, maybe even a minute. That's the line we're looking for. You know, right. one mm-hmm. extra line where they're staring at that girl's boobs is the, well, we didn't get the client, but I did shoot a, oh, they did resolve it. They did resolve it, guys. Do you remember? No. They come back in and it, I actually thought it was funny. This oh, is one of the right. Where he says like 150 it. over. Oh, yeah, right. He shot a 150. Uh, like, I, had to do, I shot a hundred. But even and, that though, okay. like rush, sure. it goes to but, your point though. It's right. incredibly right. That could have been a funny scene. Of like mm. a, a montage of him failing in different ways in the golf course. That could have worked right. be- with the adults of Jesse and Joey. Agreed. And that would have been okay. Like him slicing and him yeah. winding up in the water, like right. driving mm. a golf cart all crazy. Yeah. Very right. would have been stupid. But that's not babies. But that's not babies. <laughs> that's not babies. So, babies I mean, boxes. I'm not I'm not even kidding. I think Michelle is insufferable. Yeah. I think those twins who weren't in this episode are. Oh, forget about that. <laughs> yeah, they're right. I think useless. Stephanie is a fucking nightmare of a character. Uh, I mean, yeah. all. I mean, and, and I get it. It's like middle, you know, middle child syndrome. Uh, yeah, but how long do you have to milk that? It's like every. Right. It's like nine seasons. Stephanie has never once not been an insufferable pain in the balls. Yeah, and then DJ, like, I guess the DJ stories are probably the most thought out. 
but she also is like a real fucking whiner. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm. DJ always has an unbelievably stupid problem, and I do get it. You know, like I didn't hit puberty until I was 16. You know, yeah. like everyone around, I was always the tallest kid in the class. All of a sudden, I was no longer the tallest kid in the class. It makes you feel funny. Mm-hmm. And I get that. Like it's a real threat. But DJ mm-hmm. doesn't ever just handle anything like a human being right right well you always bring that up greg is about how nobody handles anything you know like an adult or like logically and dj's entire character is overreacting to everything everything i I will say i feel like kids do that though (laughs) and sometimes they can be like so far reserved but removed they can blow things out of proportion yeah no fucking sense at at 14 at 15 but there is some progression of where you learn not to freak out over every small inconvenience to your life right you know it's just uh, you know there's very little character development with any of these the the girls there really is i would say dj is probably pretty close to like Corey matthews they're pro- they're like about the same age, right? In these shows. Yeah. Oh yeah, yes. right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the way that Corey navigates Good point. things is Excellent. so different than the ex- way DJ does. I mean, it's almost exactly the same plot. Right. So much similar similarities, but like, yes, one just pauses and realizes his situation and adjusts, like he or gets adjust. himself into shit. Yeah, like, right, right. A lot of stories of of Boy Meets World, he gets himself into trouble because he's doing. Oh, I'm gonna figure this out. I'm gonna do this and that. Like in that episode, right. I'm gonna and, become friends with the bully because that's gonna help me. And da, 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 da. he gets himself in all this shit. And then Eric's like, "What? What did you do in one day?" It's like one <laughs> afternoon. <Yeah. laughs> like that is a plot. Whereas right. DJ is just like, ah, "People are ah, look like the teacher." Like, okay, good You're, comparison. You should be better than that that I just can't, I just thought of is like, you know, you mentioned Greg about how much you dislike the, like the children characters in this. Right. I mean, take it to compare that to step-by-step, step, right. Where all those kids, you know, there, there are some, they're obviously weaker links, but like most of them are, you're excited. Every time I see like JT, I'm super excited. Even Dana, right. like I like Dana episodes and I like, sure. they're, they're all good, solid, well drawn out characters who evolve over time. These yeah. girls are exactly the same. They're just right. over, right. you know. We watched early episodes. We watched late yeah, episodes. I mean, other than an stop. obvious time jump, you know, they're older. Yeah, physically, they the change. characters are identical. Mm-hmm. Nothing changes in this show. Yeah, yeah. It's miserable. I, I'm, I'm, I'm. I feel like I haven't said this before, but maybe I say it every time. I don't know anymore. <laughs> um, this <laughs> was the amazing. closest I've ever come to just not finishing. Yeah, I any that one. When mm, DJ got out. in that phone booth, I I was like, I might just tap out. I think they'll understand. <laughs> it's gonna happen, man. You're getting WCWTF levels. There. Oh no, are <laughs> late, we hurting you era, that bad? Late era WCW. Oh no. Yeah. All right, let's move on to Clueless, a show you do like, Greg. Clueless, yeah. Back to School, Season Two, Episode One. Sharon and friends are now in high school. Weren't Always? they already in high school? Yeah, right. She's a junior now. They, well, yeah. They specifically, said, I think they're. I think traditionally, junior high used to be. Ninth and tenth grade high school used to be tenth oh, or eleventh. Okay, right? So that's that? interesting. That's interesting, Greg. What was it for you? I know okay, you had so like different schools, right? But I mean, conceptually, mm. if I yeah, had stayed right. in yes. Saratoga, yeah, it middle school was sixth and seventh grade. Junior high was eighth and ninth grade. Wow. High school was tenth, eleventh, twelfth grade. What about wow. you, Ryan? High school was nine through twelve for me. That's what it was yeah. for me. My actual Chris, the Christian school I did wind up going to. That's what it was. But yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but Saratoga was a little bit different. We had first through fifth 
it, we, I went to a very large school district in the area. So mm. we did first through fifth and yep. then they all brought us together for sixth grade. And then they split us all apart for junior highs for seven and eight, which That's was weird. really good. It's good. Wait, wait, wait to make your friends and then immediately split you apart. The new teacher, Mr. Maza shows up. They expect the new teacher to be very, I don't know, light. Uh, he's a great teacher and very friendly, but the first lesson he gives is difficult homework. Oh, shit. Everyone has to consider what they'll do in the next 10 years. Cher has terrific ideas for her friends, but she can't figure out what she wants to do for her own life. Your homework is to figure out a life plan over the next 10 years. What? 10 years? In 10 years, we'll be 27. Almost old enough to play high school kids on TV. That is very complicated. Yeah, that right. All right. Next. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, Moving on. Yeah, very right. complicated for uh, what some of this is. The girls begin by picking out clothes for their first day of school. It's a whole soundtrack, very uh, popular music of yep. the time. Very 90s. And then uh, they got to beat the evil girl on the first day of school. They have to be dressed better. They make some jokes about Kathy Lee. And then they make jokes about Mike Tyson, top of fighting ears. Oh um, and then a new dad walks in. <laughs> yup. <laughs> no longer fat dad. <laughs> She's like, um, well, if you know daddy, um, it's obviously a budget cut, right? Yeah, I kind of liked it. Actually. <laughs> I like, I he like lost a lot of weight story. and I've had him on a great meal plan and he oh. looks completely different than the dude from I like elf that they mentioned it though. i did too yeah. very did funny too. very yes, funny very tongue-in-cheek did they do very this is the funny. first of two jokes that they that they, they absolutely yeah, nail some break stuff the fourth wall so good uh so he dad comes in and he's he's looking at all the clothes and he, he i still enjoyed this he just grabs a bunch of clothes throws them up there and like just wear this shit he leaves and they're like he's a genius <laughs> <laughs> there's a jerry lewis not even reference they show him like his telethon or something oh, is right, over right, yeah. so that means school's coming back of course this high school has a red carpet entrance to their school super funny yeah of course so everybody comes in and we get a whole bunch of gym teacher shit uh you watch the show greg do you remember this character being a thing i vaguely okay. i think i think it is recurring just simply because they gotta don't want to do gym stuff yeah yeah and that's like that's funny that's a that's a joke well i did I enjoy guess. that there when they when we'll get to it their gym class, right I thought that was pretty funny so. this was bad but that was good uh so yeah. the gym teacher was a roadie at lilith fair over the mm. summer and she's back and she's cracking down on jim i don't know right. sean and murray come in and they do some uh freestyles just fun the girls come in, they look good, everybody's excited, and then uh, the evil girl, Amber, says, I need to circle the block, I need to be last. <laughs> but she goes so long that everybody leaves when she comes out of her car. She doesn't even joke. look that exciting. She's wearing like yeah. flower clo- clothes with like a flower pattern and like a hat. She doesn't look... She looks like she's going to like a, a Saratoga race course. 
thing. <laughs> I want to see more of her though. Like yeah. I want to see more. Like I like her as like the evil, like you know, foil in this thing. Who they're also sure. kind of friends with. I kind of dig that. Like I just they eat lunch with her. Yeah, right. I, I like that they're enemies, but also friends, which right. just feels very high school to me. Yeah, it does. It right, actually right, works right, so right. well. And she's I like the way she approaches like you know her acting and the way that she uh, interacts with everybody. So very very yeah very funny. We see D who is Cher's friend, reunite with her boyfriend, Murray, who is Donald Faison. Yeah. But we don't know what they say because the music is blocked. Because yeah. it's real oh, music. Bummer. Yeah. So they block it. Thanks for nothing, um, YouTube, you piece of shit. Amber <laughs> is by herself. And Dee and Murray, one scene, they reunite. Next scene, they're fighting. And they actually like, oh, the other characters are like, oh, they're fighting first fight of the year. How many more of these are we going to have? We all had friends like that. Yep. I think I've brought it up before. They're very excited to be in the easy teacher class. I had a few of these over the years. We're like, yeah, oh yeah. my God, I can't wait to be in this guy's class. Cher says fucking something that pissed me off so much, though. I don't know if it pissed you guys off. She says, finally, a hottie of a teacher. What, yeah, the, what the fuck? fuck? That was literally the entire premise <laughs> yeah. of the first, of the first episode. episode. Yeah. You are throwing shade at Greg's favorite guy right now. Teacher. Are you, you dare spit on the uh, legacy of Bronson Pincho? Mm-hmm. You dare? Kids Cher? these days. Way hotter than whoever this teacher was. Like, what legitimately, I would say. Yeah, way better looking. fucking goofy looking yeah, also. Yeah, right, right. So goofy. Come on, Bronson Pincho. Just, just three guys talking about how hot Bronson Pincho is. You better than this guy. Come on. <laughs> Come on. That's all shit. we got. That's this podcast. I was so here. angry. I was so angry when it came up. I'm like, oh, what the <laughs> fuck? It's a, it's a Way more angry than, than than watching Full House. Like, you yeah. dare be smirch <laughs> Bronson Pincho. Anyway. They have to come up with their life plan for the next 10 years. And then the absolute best joke of all these episodes. Yes. The absolute. Very, very funny. Killer is D says, oh, 10 years. We'll be 27. I guess we'll be old enough to play high school kids on TV. <laughs> An absolute Excellent. smash. Excellent joke. So funny. And they, they also link- all kind of like look at each other for a yes. second, which I like. They liked. linger on very, this for a while because they're all good. definitely well 27, done. right? Well done. They're not a, they're not 17. Amazing. Hall of Fame line right there. That might be yeah. one of the best lines we've had in all these shows. Um Cher is like helping people with the project, saying, like, oh, okay, here's what you would be doing. And they do dream sequences, which is kind of fun. So, so sh- maybe, yeah, go maybe ahead. it's because Phazon is in this you know I, I got a very scrubs feel to this entire like episode I got such a scrubs feel because yeah. the one uh, the one clip where he's right. a doctor right he's a doctor you're, you're right yeah he's a doctor in that right one. but just like even beforehand where like the runway thing struck me as very scrubs like you know um yes. just it, you know just just a feeling for it, which it I almost, can't say I dislike I like, like scrubs the, a lot so this is the coloring of the show almost yes. looks like scrubs it like does, the way it's it? lit kind of looks like the way it's shot is very similar right so, and yeah. like quick cuts and mm-hmm. dream sequences and stuff right. is very music, similar the use of music the use of popular right. music you know yes. so scrubs is a very good show at least for the first six seasons oh, yeah, or yeah, yeah. so it, there's it that weird out. like where everybody's gone it's like all interns yeah. or something right like, like the last season i never that watched was horrible it. sean and murray they get their dream sequence where Cher says you're famous rappers and they're fighting because 
they're wasting all the money on burgers on cheeseburgers uh <laughs> okay d is a plastic surgeon in hers and murray aka donald Faison, is a yep. doctor mm-hmm Amber marries Rich. This I, I enjoyed this joke. Amber marries Rich, who's a, like a dude, and they live in like a trailer park, and they are definitely not rich. Yeah, and she's like got curlers in her hair, and the train's going by, and there's a twister, and she's like, "I just want to watch my stories." <laughs> kind of funny. Yeah, but Cher can't figure out her own ten-year plan, so we go, and she tells her new dad. <laughs> new dad thanks new dad who suddenly realizes uh oh my girl's growing up so we get like a sad song and like the one tear well the audio was not working for me yes. on this one either because so of the song which i actually thought was part of it like i thought that it was like you know it just went silent because he was reminiscing and then i'm like oh never mind the audio cut <laughs> yeah the audio cuts it's yeah. muted so uh he cries at her pictures and then uh with a tear in his eye, he says, you need to go figure out what you're good at. We get... Good advice, Dad. <laughs> he gives terrible advice. Uh, and then later he comments, thankfully, yeah. he comments like, I give terrible advice. Right, right, right. Don't listen to me. <laughs> Gym class. We get crab soccer. And uh, Cher's pretty good. She scores a goal by just like punching it out of the air and blasting it across the, the court. Uh, she says, what am I good at? She goes, well, you remember where cars are parked. She goes, that's only important in Seinfeld. <laughs> Excellent joke. What a funny joke. That, that is excellent. so specific, though. And right. also, like, very timely. because Also, oh, like, right. what is right the Seinfeld clueless, like, crossover, like, market? Like, hell? who got that joke at the time? I don't know, but yeah, yeah, I right. loved it. I enjoyed the hell no, out of it. As an adult and... Yeah. My late 30s. A plus joke. <laughs> banger. Banger joke. Three guys doing a podcast 20 years later. <laughs> oh, they'll get that someday. Yeah, right. What's Andy a podcast? Like, this joke's going to be real big in 20 years. Everybody, wearing, everybody watching Clueless is not watching Seinfeld. Come on. Yeah, right, right. Minus Greg. <laughs> watch, you watch Clueless at the time and also like Seinfeld. There's nobody else that was doing that. Right? I'm a blonde the girl pa- at heart. Right. It's honestly like yeah, a, right. a a parent's joke. Like there are definitely a lot of TJF shows do this where they like nail in a joke to like suck the parents into like you can enjoy this too. Here's a here's a timely reference. No one else is gonna get. Won't matter to the show, but you'll enjoy it. So you'll keep watching it and you'll keep making your kids watch it. That's exactly what this is. Um, new dad says, forget about my crap ass advice. <laughs> Just, just figure it out yourself because before I was a very successful millionaire lawyer, I wanted to be an artist. And my parents said, please don't be an artist. Be a lawyer instead. Mm, not bad advice. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Cher just decides she's not even going to turn in this assignment. Fuck it. Nothing. She gives nothing. She didn't even write this opinion down on paper and be like, your assignment is bullshit. Here's my reasons why. Like, nothing. She just, nothing. So she says to the teacher when he's like, you didn't turn in an assignment. She's like, well, we need to keep our options open. Uh, Think about Suzanne Summers and how she invented the thigh master or something some suzanne summers crossover joke hey, here we got a suzanne summers appearance i guess so you know, yeah right fine <laughs> yeah 
Uh, cool teacher says, you're right, and you pass, and no one has any grades, because I am the easy teacher. Surprise! Yay! After that, the girls, D and Cher, say, like, we don't know what we're going to do in 10 years, but we know we're buds. But in 10 years, we're definitely going to have the same pager number, and we're definitely going to have speed dial, and we're definitely going to have separate phone lines for each other. And we're definitely not going to have any of this shit because the world changes so much. <laughs> None of this is relevant whatsoever in 10 years. There's such a small microcosm of time where a pager was a thing. Yeah. Like it's, you can almost like pinpoint it when it comes up in a movie or yes. TV show. So they're buds. Song cuts out. We don't know what they say to each other. <laughs> yeah. I'm more muting. Nothing but vulgarities. Dad says, your conversation with me made me try to do some art so like check out my art and she looks at it and is like oh god <laughs> he's such a <laughs> terrible artist thank you grandma and grandpa for fixing this <laughs> and making it not be his profession it doesn't seem that bad it's not yeah, that I thought terrible that but fine. Right. i thought it was yeah. gonna be so much worse right it's like right. a paint and sip full of fruit yeah that was a weird pass on a joke right i thought like, it was it gonna be like been stick been yeah, so right exactly exactly it's Very a new weird. dad you know Super weird. Super weird to see the new dad. Yeah, but I like how they played on it. He's not a particularly good actor either. No, he's terrible. I looked it up. He was on like a a soap operas or something like that before he was. Oh my god, he sucks compared to the other guy who's the guy who's an elf who's really good actor. Oh yeah, he's yeah yeah yeah. I don't know his name, but he's he's in tons of stuff. Yeah, Yeah, he's he's great. Yep. Yeah, so funny. All right, I thought it was uh not the best episode, but some. Banger jokes and really good jokes. Awesome jokes. The last clueless episode we watched. Yeah. This was a totally passable episode of television. Fine. It like it went by quickly. It was the idea that this and that full house episode were the same length is mind boggling. Good point. That's true. Because this felt like a breeze and that right. I was checking the time cues on the full house every second. Well, that's because this this episode had precision. There was a character with a problem and right. she worked her way through that problem. And this show is really good at showing character growth. That's like literally the entire show is yep. that Cher is kind of a vapid idiot, but like right. she's got a good heart and she learns a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think the actors and actresses in this show are just substantially better than a lot oh, of other sure. shows that were on. There's I mean, some really good people in here. Really... I mean, they were movie actors, most of yeah, them, because we right. talked about it before. The Clueless movie, they just took everybody from the Clueless movie in except for the yeah, one share. And, for Alicia and even right. she's great. Yeah, I mean, the girl who and plays this new one is, is very good. Yeah. Almost I mean, identically as good. Yeah. And we talked about this last time as well. The production values on this show are oh, on the fucking oh, roof. It is mm-hmm. beautiful. Beautifully it's a shot. Good looking, well executed show. It Beautifully feels like shot. a it feels like a transition. You know, you talk mm-hmm. about scrubs or you know, yes. like this was 2000, 2000, 1999. Right, very late TGIF. You know, super late. We're, yeah, we're 98, five years out 2000. from arrested development, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, this doesn't feel like your traditional sitcom, like with a set and all that stuff. Right. The no. camera moves the the, the location moves, all that stuff. This feels like a progressive TV show. Isn't right. the woman who put this together also a movie director, right? So that's didn't why she do it's... Clueless? Like I'm pretty well, sure, yeah, like the right, right. lady who wrote and directed she, Clueless, whoever, who yeah, whoever directed put the show Clueless together, did this and I, obviously has abilities and talent. I think she jumped right. ship quickly. 
but I know Probably. like she did a lot of the first season episodes and stuff right. like that. Yeah. And what I, you can definitely see it's a it's a project of passion. Like this person liked these characters, loved these characters that she created, uh, mm. and fleshed them out. Like she knew them all perfectly. So they they present that on the screen a lot better than some of the other episodes and some of the other shows that we watch. So uh, I enjoyed it. I really did. I, did too. I thought it was very good. Not an all time banger. No. But like once again, right. if it's on, yeah. I'll watch this. Yeah. I would. I did when I was. 13 i'll do it when i'm 37 it's also yeah. like it, very interesting to me lots of shows on tgif and other adjacent programs replace people eliminate people right. all this stuff never ever touch on it ever and this show is just like new dad oh, right. isn't that weird right do let's it. all pay attention to it let's get funny? over it moving let's on, move on. <laughs> yeah i like, like that nobody else does that right. nobody else credit to them has a kid go up the stairs and then never come back down right, the stairs. Get a different Harriet and then Harriet <laughs> comes back as another character. Like they never touch any of that shit. Right. So kudos to them, at least for that. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, season five, episode one. Every which way but loose. After spending the summer trying uh, to get get it? No. Wait, I After still don't get it. After spending the summer trying to get over her first love, Sabrina decides to make changes in her life by attending college and living away from home like a normal freshman. What are you doing here? I came to party, but I see no signs of bubbly, vivacious co-eds. No offense. You have no clue what college life is like today. I come to learn. Teach me the ways of your animal house. Please. I get, I get that we watch these out of order, so like, Sure. You know, it's sometimes it can be a little hard to follow. Yeah, and but this one's that, super weird. It's not literally what the last Sabrina episode we watched was. Like, what was the last one? Was now. it was Harvey had broken up with Sabrina because right, she was but, too secretive. Uh, but then they yeah. get back together. This the, one, I thought they got back together, but the, I think they this did. Up and right then where this, that left off. This is later. Not? This is later. Did oh, they do away with Harvey altogether after this? And all the I high was wondering. Schoolers? It seems like, like they did. It's a very clear cut. Of like, yeah. here are new characters now. We got you know, forget new, about the old a, ones. A new hot guy at the coffee shop. Right, right. And even like the intro Josh. doesn't have them in the video anymore. You know, the, they're the all gone. intro. This is oh, the, new the worst. This is the worst intro of all TJF because she's yes. literally wearing the shit she's wearing in the episode. It's obviously like, oh, we'll just grab, go stand on the steps in a bunch of weird places. We'll grab that and make it weird in the <laughs> fucking intro, and then we'll do mm -hmm. the show. This episode and sucks. that intro specifically is intro sucks. cemented sucks. in time. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, yes. Right. Yeah. The like, outfits and I don't the, know what yeah. year right. this actually it is. Again, I'm gonna guess 1999. I think it's like, 99. Yeah. It can exist in 98 and it can exist in 2000. It no. is December 18th, 1999. <laughs> Smash yes. mouth is just made on that day. Sabrina's in therapy for witches. Sure. And uh, she talks about how she's been playing emotional ping pong, trying to get over Harvey. Absolutely. Right, <laughs> uh. Life is strange. <laughs> you mean like a bunch of 30 plus year olds yeah. talking about emotional ping pong and witches? So Sabrina's therapy? in therapy for witches. And now we're just supposed to talk about this. <laughs> like, yeah. This all makes yes. sense. And she's in like therapy with other people, <laughs> yeah, including right. her talking cat, who's yeah. also in therapy. How Salem upset do you think cavemen would be? 
<laughs> if they saw our lives. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? It's like I wiped my ass with leaves yeah. for my entire existence. I never once felt the warmth of a fire. <laughs> and, now and now you guys are just sitting here with your bottled water talking about a talking cat <laughs> and witch therapy. A talking cat, which fucking was great. <laughs> he was so good. I loved it. Every time he was on screen, I loved it. Erg has to spend so much time hunting saber tooth. And look how you waste life. Erg disappointed in Ancestor Gerg. There's actual men who build things, and this is what we do. They build somebody go out and build like a fucking build a house fighting a war. God damn. But we do it well, gentlemen. My grandpa wore potato sacks for underwear. His grandson can hate on babies. <laughs> oh, fuck. I fought in a war for this. <laughs> I think he'd appreciate the freedom he gave you. <laughs> I fought the Nazis for this. Uh, God damn. Sorry, grandpas. Uh, <laughs> Salem, Salem's upset because he's also... <laughs> He's also, he's also upset about Harvey. He feels broken up with the spell. Um, uh, they play a Harvey video. There's a weird thing of him in a dress or something. <laughs> and then there's a real video of them kissing. And she's like, yeah, I think I'm over him. But Salem's not. So he jumps on the screen and like rips it. He misses his friend. Zelda is measuring Sabrina's room to redecorate it for her for college. I guess he's even going to buy her an inkwell. Mm. But then Hilda comes in and says, "Like it should be like my dorm room when I was a kid, or when I was in college when I went to Clown University, not college." Very uh, heavy-handed joke there. Um, yeah, bad, a bad yeah. all around. They change it a bunch back and forth. Then we see Salem come through the closet. He's been kicked out of therapy and he's in a straight jacket. It's <laughs> like what they do in therapy, right? <laughs> Damn them and their hippie ideals or whatever. Sabrina says, look, I'm going to move out. I'm moving into college. And then Salem yells out, keg party! Which is very funny. Uh, the I could have written Salem's response and the way that character acts. Well, yes. when you told me the premise of this episode, I'm like, I got all of Salem's lines already written down i know exactly how he's gonna behave so he was great the ants are very worried about her moving to college coffee boy as he refers to himself coffee boy the new handsome guy wants to ask out sabrina but she is just not even close to thinking about him he ruins her day when he says if you're gonna move into a dorm shouldn't you have signed up for that like months ago and she never did so Salem's all excited. He wants to move out. He wants to move to college. He's trying to steal the toaster. Apparently, he tried to steal uh, Zelda's hair rollers. She's like, what do you really use them for? And he's like, I bat them around the floor for exercise. <laughs> it's kind of funny a little bit. Definitely don't wear them. Sabrina has to find an apartment now. 
And then our next uh, boob joke. Uh, we're going to knock on doors. Good thing you have a couple of great knockers right here. And then they look at their boobs and look up and it's like, oops, whoopsies. At least they're not 14. They are adults. I will uh, allow that joke. I did enjoy this. Creep, creepy ass apartment hunting. I like this too. <laughs> did enjoy this where they go to various places and it's like, what the fuck am I seeing? I would never live here. Yeah. And I'm sure everybody has a story about creepy ass apartment they tried to go and tour. I have <laughs> almost literally this this story. Yeah. So do I. I got into a yeah. college like I, let's just say I put off applying for colleges. <laughs> That's the polite way to say it. So I actually got accepted into a college like 3 days before the semester started. Wow. Uh and I like I don't know. I was young. I wasn't really ready for a dorm yet. For some reason, I thought I was ready for an apartment. Um, so I had like literally a day to look for an apartment. And I toured probably like four or five apartments and each one was more disgusting than the one before it. <laughs> and I was like, I think maybe I'm not going to this college. <laughs> so yes, I, I feel for Sabrina in this situation. Yes. <laughs> of desperately looking for, a, for an apartment to go yep. to school. Yep. My my first apartment with was a mutual friend of ours, Drew, and uh, <laughs> we 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 settled on an apartment. We found a nice one, right? It was right out of college, and we're like, okay, this is fine. And we we toured the place probably, I think it was like three times before we actually decided to put a you know a down payment on it. And so mm. we got there, and we're moving our stuff in, and we go downstairs. It, it had like a you know it was mostly a first floor, but downstairs was where like the laundry was. It had a laundry in the unit, and we go downstairs, and we just never noticed. Like right in front of you is where the door that goes out to the garage. To the right of you, we just thought it was like kind of a narrow hallway. We kind of looked down when we were actually moving in. It was the largest dungeon I have ever seen in, in this apartment. It was a massive brick basement that was unfinished with one bulb hanging and flickering by itself it was like the perfect murder basement and then we yeah, just wow. ex- and it was it was huge it was like almost as big as like you know uh, much of the upstairs it was crazy we used it in a movie we shot that's right i forgot yes you were down what? there that's right because that one hanging light bulb was so funny <laughs> <laughs> And it was like we had nothing down there. We were there for maybe like two years, and we had like a Christmas tree down there. Yeah, there was never, nothing. Wow. Why didn't you guys use that space? Yeah, we never you did. You could have played racquetball down there. Yeah, it was so weird. <laughs> and they never nobody mentioned it to us like before, yeah. during the tours. Like nobody pointed it out. It was just you us know, to discover. What's super weird to me is I always just assumed that was the garage, but now that you're talking about it, you're like, you're right. There was yeah. no door to it right right it was just a narrow hallway that we just for some reason both of us just blank and thought it ended there and you just it just kept going (laughs) that's funny wow mine is after college my wife was not from here so she was moving here for a job and her job started in like a couple weeks so it was like a quick turnaround and so we uh, like spent a whole day apartment hunting like her, me her her parents going around the whole area and we went to many many apartments and they all sucked but three stand out to me one had a big old shit stain on the middle of the floor oh, like a massive shit, like brown ass stain <laughs> oh. and so we go in and the dude 
his son lived downstairs and this apartment was upstairs. So we get in there and he spent the entire time ignoring the shit stain and talking about, well, my son parks in the driveway. So you, you got to not park in the driveway. And we're like, oh, yeah, we got it. Just staring at the shit stain on the ground. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? And he's like, seriously, my son parks in the <laughs> fucking driveway. Like, he would not give up this driveway thing. We're like, we got it. You got a shit stain in the middle of the floor, though, <laughs> that we need to have an explanation about. And we're just like, what is that? Are you planning on cleaning that? He's like, no, but my son is definitely going to. He's got a truck and he parks in that driveway. I'm like, okay. So we left. Oh, my God. Went to another one. And it was a house. Also a shit stain. <laughs> a shit stain about. We're at the front door, right? So we go to the front door, meet this lady. We're showing the apartment. She's like, oh, this is the apartment. I'm thinking like, oh, this isn't too bad. Like, it's a house in a neighborhood or whatever. Probably just one floor or whatever. It sounds sounds fine. She goes, it's around back. <laughs> oh, okay. So we walk through a gate, down a little field area, go in the back. It's it's like somebody's basement. So there's oh, like God. no there's no like you no mailbox, no nothing. You're just like around back in somebody's house. We go in, we're looking through it. I'm like, this is really weird. This is not good. And then I go to the fridge and I. Every place I open the fridge to be like, is this clean? Yeah, right, right. I open the fridge. It was like rancid, disgusting. I don't know uh, what was left in there. Uh, it's just like immediate smell. I just shut the, shut the uh, door. I'm like, we got to go right now. God. We got to go right now. They're like, oh, we're looking at the place. So, nope. Anyway, so I'm like, <laughs> we got to get out of here. And they're not like getting the signals. I'm like, go, go. We got to go. <laughs> it's and worse then than she, the shit she Yeah, she finally comes over and I just open the door. So she's standing right there. I just opened the door silently. And she's like, oh, my God. I just shut it. I'm like, let's get out of here. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we leave and we go to uh, the last place. And it was like the floors were all crooked and stuff. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is weird. And I go to like check the back door. It's propped open with a propane tank. Oh, my God. <laughs> like every apartment is the worst. <laughs> every place is horrible. <laughs> She's never gonna move here. But eventually oh, we figured it out. It's Terrible hard to find apartments now. Oh god, yes, absolutely. God. The last Thankfully, time it was so Jeff hard, Goldblum. I was like, oh, fuck it, I'm just buying a house. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's easier to buy a house than it is. Oh, it's easier nowadays. I mean, it's right. a fucking nightmare to buy a house, but yes, easier. Mm, right. The process. The process is fucking eventually nightmare. this will change. Yeah. Behind <laughs> <the place. laughs> Speaking of nightmares, <laughs> Mark is still in the same place. Still the same place. To uh, be fair, I could have done it at the new place. The internet is hooked up there. So all right, we're oh. up and running. So yeah, it should be. Well, I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, don't change it. <laughs> don't promise nope. anything. Nope. Never uh, Anyway, the the ants were crapping on these apartments on purpose. So Sabrina gets real pissed. She goes home and says, "Like you guys are, deck you your assholes for doing that." And then school calls and they say, you're in. Salem says, I can't wait. And she goes, Salem, we got to talk. Most people don't bring a talking cat to school. And he goes, well, it would give you a clear advantage in life if you had a talking cat. I mean, fair enough. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's yeah, like, good you can't come. And he, he says, don't leave me with these wretched goddesses. <laughs> when they look at him uh we meet morgan the new ra and she calms the parents down so it's like i'm here all the time everything will be fine but then who it's... is amber from yes Clueless. right it <laughs> yeah. is right right it is yeah so yeah it's, yeah, it's the funny actress. character yeah right she's like uh i'm i'm gonna you know i'm like another mom and then the second they leave she's like i'm on a date i'm out of here 
funny. Like every RA you ever know. Yeah, yeah I like it. <laughs> Seems super into it, and then uh, yeah, behind closed doors, they're just just fucked up as you are. Sabrina's like, "This is a nice house. I'm gonna have a dance party." <laughs> how is it not smash mouth (laughs) i don't know then punky brewster walks in and says what the fuck are you doing in my house (laughs) the the minute she walks in i'm like punker what the fuck is she doing here (laughs) so she comes in growing up punky brewster and says like i'm serious and i don't like jokes of human beings you're sleeping on the couch i'm sleeping in my own bedroom and then another roommate comes in he's like the philosopher the philosopher roommate like trope and he's like oh you know like there's there's other forces out there man like he smokes a lot of weed and does lsd or whatever and then she's like yeah what about witches and he's like oh that's for kids that's bullshit (laughs) and she's like oh all right and then he goes away (laughs) that's it parade (laughs) the answer said they have no sabrina salem pops in and says it's time to party. Teach me the ways of your animal house. And then she uses, uh, she says, you can't use magic. And he says, I mean, you should use magic. You're a witch. Just fucking use magic. What's wrong with you? And she says, fine, I will. And then shoots him back to the ant's house. Then th- that was fun. Then the ants come in and they pretend they're the waffle maker and the tea kettle to spy on her. Didn't land. Where bad she joke. so bad. She's calling them as they're doing it, and then um, they give her advice, and she confronts Punky Brewster, says, let me have this room, and she's like, I'm asleep, and she's like, no, you're not. I'm coming in, and then they hash it out because Punky Brewster wants a weird roommate, and Sabrina's like, I'm as weird as it gets without saying that she's a witch. Um, Yeah. I feel like that's, that's wrong. Like even weird people don't want weird roommates. You right. want quiet roommates. Yes. Right. <laughs> the, the most, most favored roommate you. you can get is a quiet and who does never talks to you. That's that's right. wonderful. So, yes. Um, I appreciated that we got Punky Brewster and Melissa Joan Hart here. I mean, they're they're both good actresses, so that's sure a little change of pace. <laughs> so they right. both know what they're doing. So I like that. It's interesting. Salem uh, comes back in again. He gets blasted away again. And then Sabrina shows up as a blender. And they say the terrible joke about like, glad she's blending in. And that's how this episode ends. So it's like, we didn't need that sting. Some no. good stuff in here, but some fucking. Yeah, the joke sucked. Shit stuff in here. Um, I kind of want to see more of like this late era Sabrina. This right. because it's so I just don't so remember this part of it at all. Right. So it feels like it's almost like a brand new show to me. So I don't know. I kind of want to get a little bit more. Jokes did not land. They were it was did very unfunny. Sal- I thought Salem was good. Like, Salem he's always good. prison or UPN prison or something. Oh right, where they could kicked have him off TV or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. If, I don't know if it ever was or not. But this feels like it feels we need different. To appeal to a different crowd. Right. Let's get in on that. The outfits took hill me, action. The outfits took me back, man. Some of the some yeah, of the stuff that was, everybody was again, wearing. Very high school for me. Did. Yeah. This is yeah. TRL, the TV show. <laughs> so much so now that you say that. It is. Yeah. Yep. Um, I thought this was pretty bad. Not the best. Uh Salem's very, very funny. Everything he really else is I could always pass fun. on. 
he yep. really brings this up quite a bit. Uh, yes. Um, I don't know. For a show about fantastical magic, they sure are stupid. Hijinks. <laughs> right. I mean, it's one thing if you're trying to make, like, if the premise of the show is like, we have to blend in, which I understand they try to do, but that is not the premise of the show. The premise of the no. show is that Sabrina is learning how to be a witch. Then, like, right. When Salem's like, why don't you use witch power? She needs, it's not, no, I can't. It's good, good idea. Right. I should ask how to be a witch here. You're also like your classic, like, you know, bewitched angle where they try, she tries to do something and it fucks up in her face. And that's funny. Right. And, you know, right. Like that could have worked. She doesn't do in this episode. No, not she at all. Like change her roommate so into a goody two shoe or right. something right. like that. And then find out that like, you can't fuck with people. Change her right. into punky Brewster or something. That'd be right. funny. <laughs> um, I just, I don't know. It, this just whole rubbed me. This whole thing rubbed me the wrong way. It was uh, also compared to we just watched Clueless. This show feels so low budget, and it it kind of always has. That's sort of part of its yeah. appeal. In fact, I even think I praised it a long you time have, ago. You have mm-hmm. right, um, but now if they're not, it, it this didn't feel like a kids show to me. Whereas previously it felt like a kids show. This felt like every other young adult show. Right. And it just yeah. I just I can't say anything good about this that isn't Salem related. There is a very clear delineation in this episode from the other Sabrina episodes we've seen. It, like I said, it feels like a different show altogether. Um, and maybe that would make sense if they were on another network. But I just I, I kind of am curious to see where they went with this. If it went a more like you know like teen drama, or if they kept up like the goofiness of it all, like the whole like the, them showing up in the blender and the toaster. That was horrible. That was just it, it's so bad. I can't imagine how that's funny in any level. What um what season was this? Did I either five top of your head? season five, I believe. Okay. I'm trying to find out when this was. Yeah. I'm curious because like it did have a different vibe to it all together. It it's went fine. to the WB in yeah. 2000. There you go. Uh, that makes a lot of sense now. There you go. A lot of sense. That explains it all. Yeah, it really does. Clarissa explains it all. Right, right. Totally different feel. Wow, I fucking nailed that. Damn, you're good at this (laughs) podcasting thing. You're, you know what? You're caveman ancestor. So proud of you right now. (laughs) All right, it's pretty good. You're my boy, Eric. Never mind. (laughs) It was worth it. I respect you. Greg respects oh. Ancestor Erg more than his dad. Oh, Greg's dad. We'll get back so to mad. Greg's dad someday. He's gonna he's gonna be a guest on this show at some point, I think. Yeah, it's this, right? it's safe because he can't he can't figure out podcast. So there you go. Oh uh, yeah, we don't that's that. right. I forgot. We don't want him to know. But maybe you can just give him a list of questions and get his responses. <laughs> oh, my dad, this is my for hysterical. This is for a newspaper article that we'll never you'll never read. <laughs> it's in a different language <laughs> in Hebrew. magazine went on a business just yeah, answer right. these questions for me <laughs> chip and dale who's that again <laughs> a lot of questions on chip and dale my dad's a character oh my god hanging with mr cooper mm. school's a drag season two episode three Mark gets in an accident with the school's driver's ed car, even though that's, is that true? Super weird. Yeah, this whole premise is peculiar. Completely not 
what most of the story is about. So right, he fears the yeah, new right. pr- the new principal PJ may discharge him or fire him. I guess. Relax, Geneva. I know the school is different from the one you taught in Georgia, but you'll do just fine. The kids will love you. Oh yeah, you'll need this. A whistle? Mark, I'm teaching music, not gym. Standard issue. Screaming for help only excites the kids. <laughs> hey, Phil, how you doing? <laughs> I was a wife and kid. That is Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Now, this is only the second one we've seen, but we get Raven Simone in here. Yeah, right. We're on to a more modern, modern look. Yep. There's no stand-up comedy at the beginning this time. There's a much more TJF theme song which is worse if you ask that, me that's Way the worse. one i remember though that's Big that down is vote. yeah that's yeah. the one that is in my head all the time when i think it's of a, show. a decent song but the i just love that yeah that first one is great that first one is just fun i don't know mm-hmm. why so mark says he's, there's a new principal his cousin is in town who's the mother of raven simone right she's replacing um, the other person yeah, yeah. Live with this him. is yeah. only one season later, right? Yeah, right. It so is. they made a lot of changes really quick. So many show. changes. And they got fucking war machine in there. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> Random Don <laughs> Cheadle shows up. Two awesome guest stars. Yes. Oh my god, yes. Uh so Cooper is showing around his cousin, who's the new music teacher. Geneva? It's not right. Geneva, but it's something like that. Right. But she's, on. I'll look it up. I'll look very, up. very, you know, she's like cool. kind of like fish out of water. Like she's yep. from Georgia, I think. And there's a couple right. of jokes about that. Like she's in the, you know, big city now. Right. So then we meet a vice principal, Thaddeus White, who uh she seems to have a crush on, but uh Mark. Mr. Cooper is like, yeah. that guy's a fucking dickhead. Stay away from him. I kind of liked and him, too. That was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed their interplay. All right, good banter. It was uh, Geneva. He says, oh, was it go. Geneva? Oh, okay. Yeah. Man, Craig's on fire. Ergus, thumbs Nailing up all it. the way for Nailing it. Her. WB Boom. Network. You got it. So Thaddeus says, uh, Mr. Cooper, I've got your fall schedule. You are fucked. I have screwed you. <laughs> this is the greatest day of my life. You I are now it. the driver's ed teacher. Yeah, I liked all that. Mark's like, no, come on. What happened to the old driver's ed teacher? And he's like, he's still injured from the accident that the kids got him in before. And he's like, he's still milking that injury. And then a dude comes around in a full body cast and like, hello, <laughs> sir. Obviously, being that guy, Peaches comes in. Uh, Mark's like, "Hey, it's Peaches. What are you doing here?" Some like high old old friend of his. Right, it's like his school. sister's best friend. Like you know, is like that what it is? Yeah, it's his sister's best friend. Yeah. Okay, so she shows up and he's like, "You look better," <laughs> and like insults her every which way. You look like you lost some weight. <laughs> nice haircut. Like he, everything is just terrible. And then she's like, oh, by the way, oh, I forgot to mention this. The new principal is coming and everyone thinks the new principal is an asshole. And so he's like, we got to get in good with the new principal. We got to get in good with the new principal. So he does all these things. And then she says, I'm the new principal, by the way, and go fuck yourself. Basically, you're in, <laughs> you're in deep shit now. Stop calling me peaches. <laughs> and I forget why he calls her peaches, but it's not nice. Right. And uh she says you know beyond you insulting me i hate the way you teach wow damn uh the kids love you too much you're too much of a uh player's coach or whatever if you will and then she says 
you get on my nerves it's three strikes and you're out and then he says something and she's like strike one like right off the bat he's that close to getting fired cooper does driver's ed and comes has the kids carry his bumper into the uh school because they smashed the bumper off omar gooding smashed the bumper (laughs) right omar gooding's in here did you guys do driver's ed how did you uh how did that work your driver's ed class or just learn on your own I had a, I had a, like a, a teacher, but it wasn't affiliated through the school. Like they, they, that did exist. Like you could take driver's ed after school and go through that Avenue. But my parents just paid for like some private teacher to do, you know, I, I remember like it being like mm-hmm. very short and then getting through like the whole task very quickly. And then getting my, like, there wasn't like this big moment, like you ever see in TV shows and movies when I was growing up, I expected like this big, like, you know, dramatic thing where I was going to get my license and it was like over and like a month two months i got my license and it was over i'm like oh yeah my um my father was actually a driver's ed instructor wow um he like he's he was a teacher and so he's a real mr cooper here yeah he basically did the mr cooper thing uh however he was not particularly patient with me (laughs) uh he took me out once didn't go great he took me out a second time and i distinctly remember the very quiet drive home and then when we parked in the driveway he said your mom's gonna have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> wow! And she did. Ouch. He didn't. He never took me driving again. So. Ouch! You broke your own. You broke dad. You're a driver's ed instructor. <laughs> you know, I'll t- okay. So completely different than when it's your kid. Like I, I once again, I would, like to, I would like to be yeah. very clear that my father and I get along very well. I love my dad. <laughs> I, you know, so all the time. But my dad. So I have ADD like pretty bad and it's the biggest reason why I was so shit at school but my dad was a special ed teacher like specializing in ADD and he had literally no patience for me (laughs) can't recognize it in his own kids you're professionally trained at dealing with kids like me why are you always yelling at me like you want me to sit down I can't sit down and you know this (laughs) <laughs> our our classroom is our house you see yes. this 24 right. 7 what you do there do yeah. here right right because he and i would just get into screaming matches about my homework all the fucking time mm-hmm. it's like he did he and you know now as an adult he's like man i really wish we got you treated for that it's like <laughs> yeah probably Thanks. that yeah that would have been good I mean, I don't know. I'm successful and I'm happy. Yeah, so it's all and good. I'm not on medicine or anything like maybe right. I should be, but maybe him making me persevere through it as a kid helped me now as an adult. But like at the same time, I feel like I would have been a lot happier as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yep. I hated school. Makes sense. Makes sense. I took proper driver's ed. Did you? Yep. Took was it pro- affiliated through the school or it was? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, it was pretty normal, but ex- except for we did get in an accident. Of course. Yep. Uh, we were practicing one day. We were practicing K turns where you have to do the like, uh, you know, go forward, stop, turn around. Yeah. And some kid did the old like 90 year old granny drive through a Rite Aid move and blasted into the school fence when he thought he was in reverse he's like doing the whole like look back deal like oh i'm gonna i'm all good it's all good i'm gonna ace this class blam smash into a fence 
Oh my god! Everybody's all freaked out. It was fucking hysterical after. <laughs> I'm like, I'm glad I'm all, all right. I was in the back seat and everybody's fine. But that was fucking funny. I do remember for my actual like driver's license test, you know, where they actually take you out in the streets. I was in yeah. the place around here called Mechanicville, and there's a lot of like a lot of four way stops, a lot of like you know long long stretches of road, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of railroads you have to cross. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I literally pull out of wherever I we started, and I take one left, and in the middle of the road on the railroad is a car on fire, <laughs> and the instructor just goes, "Get around that any way you want. I won't take any points." <laughs> <laughs> The test, is, the, the test is on pause. Yeah. <laughs> Please just get away, get away from that. Turn around. Do a very dangerous U-turn. Please just get away from that. I don't want to die. I respect uh, it for just letting me figure that one out by myself. All right. So Cooper's car gets smashed. He brings his bumper in. We then see Nicole and Vanessa hanging out. And we see, go ahead. Hand up. <laughs> so let me, I'm sorry. Let me just, ex- I know you're explaining this, but yes. you just casually pass over Cooper's car gets smashed. Right. But the thing is, the whole premise of this episode is that Mr. Cooper takes the driver's ed car home. Yes, I'm getting there. Why was he using his car? He wasn't. He was using the driver's head car, which smashed into his own car. Parked. Oh, yeah. that's what thank happened. Thank you. Okay. And the driver's head car you. was in better shape than his own car, so that's why he takes the driver's head car I home. See. I see. Okay. I, Even though it's not, did not allowed. make sense to me, but I, I get it. This car is fucked you. up and either has to go to the the mechanic or whatever. He can't drive. That's why. So he takes his he takes the driver's ed car home, which he shouldn't have done, but he has no other way of getting home. And the principal's coming over to hang out. So he's like, holy <laughs> shit, I'm already on strike two. I got to fucking hide this car now. So he goes outside to hide it, and the principal walks in, and he's like, don't worry about the car out there. And she's like, what, what are you talking about? You're so fucking weird. There's no car out there. The car is gone. He's like, okay, great. I'm just crazy. And then he was like, oh shit, the car got stolen. I appreciate him, like, you know, in that in that time casually going through. It's like, oh yeah, there's no car. (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) And the minute the door closed, like, oh shit, the car got stolen. (laughs) It's stolen. (laughs) Um, Don Cheadle comes in. (laughs) Yep, Don Cheadle walks in. Don Cheadle. Benny. I think is his name. Yeah, right. Benny comes in, Don Cheadle, and he's like, I got this pizza for you. <laughs> and he's like, great. Have you seen my car? And he's like, oh, you mean that other car? Yeah, I, t- I, I took it. He's like, you stole my car? Yeah, need to get pizza. Oh, okay, great. At least I know where it is. And he's like, yeah, there's a problem, though. I clipped a lawn jockey in someone's front lawn and the owner wants to sue but i didn't give my name because i have the license of an old nun and not a man <laughs> i'm sister mary catherine or whatever on my license and i don't actually have a real license so i gave your name mark so he's gonna sue you it's like what the fuck is wrong with you and he's like i brought you a pizza thanks don cheetle okay don cheetle so he has to go to the school and cut this dude off. 
So he doesn't get fired by the principal. Right. So he talks to Geneva and it's like, you need to pretend to be the principal and like charm this dude. And she says, no, I'm not doing that. So Mark has to do it. So instead of just being a dude, he dresses in drag to pretend to be the principal. <laughs> seemed unnecessary, but it seemed a little unnecessary. <laughs> uh, so he dresses in drag and meets with this guy who is goddamn BP Richfield from Dinosaurs, Sherman Hemsley. You goddamn right, he is Sherman. Awesome. <laughs> Sherman comes walk with Walker in hand. Mm-hmm. He comes in. And the joke is, of course, he finds Mark Curry attractive and he's like, I'll make this go away if you go on a date with me slash let's bump some uglies. Right. And Mark says, okay, well, I, I don't want to do that, but I'll offer you $42.50 for your troubles. And he's like, no, I'd like a date instead. And he's like, all right, $200. And he's like, just take me on a date and then we'll call it even. And he's like, okay, I guess I'll have to do this date now. So he has to go on a date in drag with Sherman. <laughs> uh, Raven Simone says she has a bad dream. Uh, she thought her family was super weird and everyone was making fun of her. And as she's telling her mom that, Mark walks through a drag. He's like, "All right, don't look at yeah. me. I gotta go out. I'm no going out. <laughs> yeah, I'm going out." <laughs> funny. Uh, that was funny. Yeah. Uh, they go to karaoke night. Drag Mark. He walks out of the men's room and meets Sherman. And Sherman thinks nothing of this and does like full sexual assault creep yep. on him. Total, total sexual total, assault. Total yeah. creep and. Yeah. uh he says, you just need to sign this release form. Then the principal walks in mm-hmm. and it's a very funny scene where Mark in drag dances with Sherman to try to keep them from seeing each other. And it is very, very funny. Some of the best physical comedy we've seen outside so of funny. Perfect Strangers. Like very, yeah, so, very well done. So funny. And, and also link- like we, I don't think we talked about it. Nell Carter is the the the, the principal who was oh, okay. huge, like Tony, uh, you know, award winning music Broadway yeah, musical she star. Sings. Um, right, and she sings. She's singing the karaoke. And, and when when I first saw her, I'm like, there's got to be an angle where they get her to sing something. And in the first episode, I see her and they get her to sing. So, of course, yeah, very you know, when funny. When you got him on there, it's just, you know, might as well. It's like it's like Oz had Rita Moreno sing Oz, the, uh, a, a show strictly about prison rape, like ninety five percent of the time had a musical episode because Rita Moreno was on the cast. Oh my god, it's funny. It's pretty funny. Um, this thought, this brought me to: Have you ever done karaoke, or do you do karaoke? Oh, I have a car- I have a go to karaoke song. I was gonna it's- say. The Verve Pipe Freshman. Good one. Good. (laughs) It's the Freshman Freshman. by Verve Pipe. It is. Nice. I will belt that one. You were nearly freshman. You got it. (laughs) For the life of me. Can't beat it, baby. Uh, (laughs) You you, you used to do karaoke, right? You used to be used used to to host karaoke, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Ty, we used to host karaoke. And I think. I've asked a you at one point, experience. what is the one song every girl took a crack at? Because I think I know what you're saying. Oh, so, oh. I mean... Toxic Britney Spears? No. <laughs> there, there's two. 
Okay. One of them happens to be my least favorite song of all time anyway. <laughs> but uh -oh. hearing it sung out of key for every Saturday for a year. Oh god. Was uh Zombie by the Cranberries. Zombie. <laughs> oh god. I mean legitimately I despise that song. How and, often would uh, it come up in a in a night? Every weekend. <laughs> oh, and it, oh, I mean, I got, I heard it every weekend. So yeah. it's oh. important to know that we were doing karaoke at the diviest of dive bars. It was oh, a yeah, sure. bar at a bowling alley. Mm. Like Quality. it was, so it was not like we had a lot of people, but we had several regulars. So the yeah. same yeah. girl would come up and sing, "Zombie." Wait a minute, you know, like so she would do it the same. The same girl would sing the same song yeah. every single every week? week, every single oh, week. That's, that's every person. Oh, I mean, man. that's every person. Uh, and then the other all-time worst karaoke song is bring me to life by evanescence <laughs> yeah. another oh, legitimately oh. bad song anyway yeah like mm. but sung out of key oh, so much worse. I, I gotta figure imagine. piano man's gotta be up there for dudes right like i feel like you probably hear that one a lot or journey oh no journey i was gonna say journey you know, a lot of eagles because like uh, anybody yeah. can sing the Eagles, but the problem right. with the Eagles is one, they suck, and two, every one of their songs is twelve minutes long. Oh, um, God. It just never ends. Time. And they're yeah. and the Eagles are one of those like seventies bands that just keep saying the same thing over and over and over again. Right. Like, mm. It's not like the the last half of the song, song has new lyrics. It's just the same thing, but with more chords. Wow. Um, it's miserable. Uh, yes, absolutely. But my wow. uh my go my personal go to yeah karaoke song is Wonder Boy. No, good one. Good one. Yeah, Ty and I do it together, and we fuck. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, I have two karaoke things. Number one, I had to do this national anthem contest. It's not karaoke, but I had to do this national anthem thing for the local baseball team one year. I think it was like three years in a row at Crossgate Mall, the local mall. It was open. National anthem tryouts. Oh no! Ugh. With judges, no prelims, huh? <laughs> no pre, no prelims. And it was, I swear to God, the national anthem. One year I counted it ninety-three times oh, in a oh row. Ninety-three oh, no. times in a row. Horrible. The same oh. fucking song. Ninety-three. The best times people in, in the world can't sing the national anthem. It was right. brutal, and it was anybody who could be right. in oh the mall God. could do right. it. The mall, Which is... so it's not like the acoustics are any good. Oh so you just get. God, it was in that echo chamber. Things. Yes, by like yeah. the pretzel. I, I know. I was. I know exactly where it was too. Yep. Yes, yep. in that pretzel area yep. where they do everything. Three years in a row, ninety-three fucking oh national God. anthems every year. That was... Apple Store was so fucking pissed. Brutal. <laughs> oh, it was one the of the cookie place is just up in arms. Oh, the Orange Julius. It was right the by the Julius, Orange Julius. Yeah. They're already miserable. <laughs> I love Orange yeah. Julius, but I've never once They're gotten a smile at that one. Furious. You know what, though? Honestly, I'm thinking about this, right? If you were at, you know, doing that whole thing with 93 people singing the national anthem, if somebody threw in, like, the Canadian national anthem, would you usher them to the finals, like, automatically? Yeah. So <laughs> there were the two, two people did God Bless America, and I, I fucking hate that song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is great. They're going to win because it was <laughs> the only different one. You could do it one or the other. Sometimes Who you got to be voting. Different. Who was in charge? It's like of celebrity voters. It was like the, the news channel 13 meteorologist or whatever. Yeah, like Caparuzzo. not actual Caparuzzo. Yeah, it was like it was like Cap and those kind of guys. Like <laughs> uh, noted national. Yeah, noted singing <laughs> fucking pundits. 
my go-to karaoke song is "You Lost That Love and Feeling." Oh, oh yeah, from all Top right. Gun. Yeah, because of that scene in Top Gun. <laughs> we should all go do karaoke when you know the microphones won't kill us. Yeah, we should. Right. <laughs> uh, I did it twice. Once, I did it in actual like band class in high mm-hmm. school because band teacher was a fucking dick and i just said to everybody like as we were walking in like what if we just sang that song from top gun and just sang it over and over and over again until <laughs> so we did that we were fucking dicks and then i was like oh i know that song so well i was at a wedding once and somebody like blindly signed me up for karaoke without me knowing okay that's kind of and a good prank i like that that is a good and one so yeah. i was like righteous brothers i'm gonna do it there you go. <laughs> I went up there and sang it, and I was. It's one of those songs where I know at the time I knew all the words, so I didn't need the screen. So I was literally going into the crowd, Top Gun style, across the bar, like, <laughs> awesome. sing with me, weirdos. And they were all like hillbillies. <laughs> so they're like, so you must be like one of those gays or something. <laughs> no, I just really like Top Gun. About Tom was seeing you in the yeah. flesh. So, yeah, it didn't go well. I was like doing the whole thing where you stick the mic to somebody else and it's like <laughs> nothing. <laughs> no. Wearing camo and stuff. Like, nah. come oh my on. God. All right. I know we're so derailed, but I'm going to tell you this anyway. This yeah. is my all time favorite karaoke prank. I started it myself, but eventually I got my friends roped into it. So I really like the song War Pigs. Oh, Black great. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. So I'll do War Pigs. But here's the thing War Pigs is eight minutes long. And there is a five and a half minute guitar solo in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) So what we do is during the guitar solo, we talk about our incredibly shitty days. (laughs) (laughs) Just like all the things that get you during the week. That's the time to let him out. (laughs) And my buddy Asa, he takes it to the extreme. He's so Uh... fucking good at it. Like, that guitar solo is so long and he is so miserable. <laughs> it is just, I mean, it brings the entire bar down. Oh it's, my God. It's classic. <laughs> That's fantastic. My original theory, the reason I did that was because I, I was at a busy karaoke bar and I wanted to maximize my time. <laughs> sure, like, sure. I'm only going to get to sing one song tonight. So yeah. I'm going to pick the longest fucking song I know. <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> so good. So Mark dances with sherman and uh he's so tall and sherman's so short it's, it's funny. funny yeah it's sherman very good very pulls funny. the wig off and says you dropped your weave <laughs> that that was funny um and the principal's like you think i think you dropped your hair and she sees him and it's like what the fuck is going on you did nothing but been a problem to me explain everything for real you're out here dressed up as b arthur what the fuck are you doing Nice B. Arthur joke. Yeah. Loved it. So he explains everything and she finally understands that like he loves to teach and he's trying to protect himself. So that's why he did all the stupid shit. And so she's like, oh, okay, I finally get it. You're fine. I thought the Real- joke too, right yeah. before he it, like, explains everything, he pretends like he just woke up. Like, yes. I think that, that was yes. pretty funny. Very, very oh, funny yeah, right. Where am I? Yeah. <laughs> Mark, that is yeah. my name. That's right. We know each other, don't we? <laughs> say more. Say more. That so was funny. funny. Yeah. Um, she says basically, like, you're fine. Don't worry about it. I get it now. But also, like, if you ever have to dress and drag again, like, wear pants. It's creepy. 
which is weird. She still like makes fun of his knees. Is that what she does? Yeah, yeah right. Maybe that's code. Mm. Could be. The family goes home. Your and... knees, Mark. Shit. Oh, lower that skirt. The family is at home watching home videos because Vanessa was talking about how I, this is sucked. I hated Stupid. it. She's yeah. like, this is how you beg for money or something. I don't know. From your dad. So they're watching home videos and everyone's just like, we're all going to bed. Fuck this, basically, except for Don Cheadle, who's still there. And he goes, okay, great. When do we get to the part where you get naked on this thing? <laughs> he says it's, that. It's a children's Like it's a porn. Thing. Right. That yep. form, Don. And Don then Don won that. an Academy Award for that role. <laughs> so. Then he, lo- he goes to bed on the couch. And there's like another scene we don't even need where he takes his boots off and then Mark Curry comes back out and he's like, or Mr. Cooper comes back out and he's like, what is that smell? It's your disgusting feet. Put your boots back on, you gross fucker. And then he goes back to bed. Hey, listen, Mark watches like, you know, Oprah naked on that bed or on that couch. (laughs) Yeah, um, we can't have two naked guys on this couch. Come on. That was Mr. Cooper. Let's play a quick game with this. So right. we have we have guest star Don Cheadle on this episode. Yeah, big big movie star now, incredible mm-hmm. star. So, what would what's Don Cheadle's role in this episode? Bum friend, but he's bum like a friend. Yeah, yeah. bum yeah. who's a who used to be friends with Mark. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now he sort of like the Waldo Faldo. Yeah. Role, right. 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 Kind right. Of, the, yeah. the idiot. Right. The, I want to say yeah, the DJ Jazzy Jeff role. Right. Yeah. Sure. And we didn't. We saw the first episode of this and we didn't see this character, right? But you assume they changed out the Geneva that maybe mm-hmm. Don Cheadle's a new character, right? Right. Right. And the principal says, You're still hanging out with him? She like makes a yeah, comment right, right. about it. Like him, like they're longtime friends. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. How right. many episodes? Here's the game. <laughs> How many episodes do we think best friend to Mark Curry, Don Cheadle's in? We already know the answer because we looked it up before he came on. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Two yes. episodes ruined the game. Yes. Sorry. Here's the thing. Did you read the summary of the episode that he's in? No, no not the other what one. What do we got? Let me. Okay. So first episode that yep. Don Cheadle's in, bum friend. Mm, Second okay. episode. This is nine episodes later. Guest star Don Cheadle plays a reputed African prince <laughs> who Vanessa what? plans to marry. Whoa. Mark offers his opinions. <laughs> What? That's so weird. Betty, what are you doing? He became an African prince. He's a Nigerian prince. Don Cheadle's great. So I would oh, I can God. see them being like one off Don Cheadle and be like, yeah, oh, he's actually like, why really would they give him good. so much screen time as best friend right. just to bring him back nine episodes later as an African <laughs> prince? Maybe he didn't test well. Maybe like this, like you know, the wow, first episode maybe. of like a launch. Maybe like the people didn't like the character. Could I be. did not like this character. No, neither did I. It did not land. Seemed, you know, I don't know. Forced. I, like I, I, stereotypical seems yeah. like the word for it, but I don't know if that's correct. Well, I we wonder because were... we've seen at Don Cheadle do all this other stuff and be like incredible, and he's just like this boring dude who brings pizza who's an idiot. So like, Ryan and I off air were looking at like what Don Cheadle was doing around this time. Yeah. And it was like that stereotypical, like mid nineties, don't know what to do with this black actor type of stuff. He was like 
thug number two. He was what was a con man, right? Yeah. He was yes. all these con like, man, right, right. All these very generic, stupid roles, which is what they kind of shoehorned even amazing actors in. You know, just because honestly, it's just that that's the roles they could get at the time, which is sad. But uh, maybe they tried to do that with him. It had to be like kind of a con type of character, and obviously, it just didn't work, and they just mm-hmm. moved on from it. There's yeah. one show he's literally named Con Artist. Yeah, right. That's his name. That's right. the character's name. Boogie Nights was four years after this. Right. That's kind of his big break. Yeah, we were just, yeah, we were talking about that too. What a good fucking movie. This episode was fine. Yep. Fine. I there think Mark parts... Curry's really funny. Oh my god. The him with Sherman Hemsley, like I said, that was very, the best very so comedy we'd seen. Um, he has so much charisma. Yes. Like, I want to see a show with him in it, but everyone around him is a big fucking dud. Yeah. Uh, a lot of zeros around him. It's almost yeah. like this thing, like this accident should have happened like the first minute, and we get the whole show <laughs> of Sherman and him. That would have been so much right. better. Right. Every time the two of them are together, it's fantastic. Very funny. Yep. All right. Final one. Boy Meets World. Back to school, the number. Season Ooh. two, episode one. Corey tries to avoid the difficulties of transitioning into high school. Okay, I'm here for homeroom. I'm here for English, and I'm here anytime you just want to talk. Cool. Did I say you could talk? I thought so. You trouble, Matthews? You the guy who's going to bring down the new teacher? No, sir, that would be Sean. <laughs> I, no, I Matthews, mean, no, good man, good man. Sean. Wait, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Now, if Sean is real trouble, Sean is really going to try to avoid making eye contact with... Hi, Sean. How you doing? I'm good. Even though it's not high school, it's junior high. That was weird. Seventh grade. Right. It's like, but that school has like seven through 12, I think. I guess. Yeah. So yeah, that, once, maybe the, that the old, means high school? The older kid, right, was like a senior. They, they make a mention of that. Yeah. It talks about taking his SATs finally. Although yes, that would have been one. Yeah, right. It might have been 11th, but still. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So he's into high school. Uh, the parents, the parents are so fucking weird on the show. After rewatching it, it's like they his are. dad's kind of a dick. Yeah. His dad's right. weird. He's such a weirdo. I kind of like yeah. his kid sister being like really fucking vulgar. Yeah. And like, yeah. Right. Her mouth. yeah. I like when she swore we that one time. The first time, right. And then it's like we watch more episodes. Like, I guess that's the character. I don't remember that. <laughs> So he's late for high school. His dad's yelling at him. Comes down. Morgan says, go back to camp, you loser. <laughs> That's the first thing she what? says. She's underrated. She oh, very much sure. is. Yeah. So underrated. Corey says, listen, I'm going to be fine in high school. I understand that I'm a nothing peon. I got to work my way up the list. I picked my brother's brain, Eric. I took all these notes. So I studied for once because I guess he's a bad student in the beginning. Which at yeah. the end, he's like a great student, right? Yeah. And he becomes a teacher in the next series. Right, right. Oh, so something. Oh, because Feeney inspired him. Right, right. right. So yeah. something crazy happens between season one and two when he's an idiot. And like the end <laughs> where he's like a great student. I don't know. Right. So he says he took notes. He studied for once. The first thing he needs to do is make friends with the top bully, Harley, Harley Kiner. And... um He's got a plan, and then the door busts open, and Sean walks in. He goes, I lost the plan. (laughs) Sean was great in this episode. I lost the plan. Real funny. Dad is like, nobody has a plan. What the fuck are you talking about? Just go to school and deal with it. And Sean's there, and he has fake sideburns, and everyone's like, why are you wearing fake sideburns? What is wrong with you? 
Um, and Eric comes down and he has a written contract because at this point, Eric, like Corey and Eric flip flop intelligent intelligence, right? Because Corey is stupid and Eric is the smart older brother in the first couple seasons. Oh. And then Eric is a fucking moron. Right. And Corey is like carrying him and be like, whoa, well, you are weird. I mean, you know, without going into it too much, previously we did talk about how they just didn't know how to write these characters anymore. Right, yeah. right. Yep. Um, and that's a great example. Eric is well defined in this episode, and you're mm-hmm. and you're right. By the end, it's just is idiot. So here he's smart and he's like, I'm writing up a contract so that when we're in school. I won't be embarrassed by you. And if you need to refer to me in the hallways, you're going to refer to me as, Oh, great one. And I will refer to you as like little peon or insignificant something. And Corey signs the contract. When I was in high school, I did this thing to my sister. <laughs> did you? <laughs> I didn't do a contract, but I said, when you see me, you have to refer to me as Oh, great one. <laughs> and I was like watching this episode. I'm like, Holy shit, I totally stole that from this episode like years <laughs> later. I didn't realize it. subconsciously That's brought it back. Subconsciously I'm doing how, Boy Meets World bits how far in my real life. How far four, apart were you? four years. Four so she years? would be a freshman yeah, when I was right. a senior. So oh I did this exact thing to her. I didn't do a contract, but I I did say, like, I'm not <laughs> talking to you. And you have to call me a great one. That's where this came from. That's so weird. So he's really in seventh grade. Feeney comes into the house and he's like, there's a giant thing blocking my driveway. <laughs> Get it out of here. It's Eric's new car. Feeney has a great line where he just asks him straight up, like, does it move? <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, it moves. He's like, good, then move it. Yeah. <laughs> they say high school means no more Feeney, so we're going to be all right. And then they do like the dance from season one and then reference how dumb it is. And like, we need to fix. We can't do this. We need to fix this. <laughs> And so they do a different dance. <laughs> Instead, a cooler high school dance. The nerds, I like this little bit. The yeah, nerds, this is funny. The nerds Perfect. come in and do like a stand up. We've never seen these guys before, I'm pretty sure. And they're like, it's the first day of high school. What are we going to do? And the door opens and blasts both of them. They knock them out. And then Corey and Sean come in and repeat the same line. Mm-hmm. Very funny. And they do awesome. it a bunch. I just like the idea that there's also like another storyline going on that none of us have ever watched or cared. Yeah, right. Another show. Right. Another show going on. Very funny. So funny. And if you watch, (laughs) they're in the background, like selling the injuries still. Yep. As we as we keep going, like you see Mm -hmm. one guy walk through and he's got like a tissue over his nose. So funny. Seniors are beating up the kids. And John Adams high, and a kid walks by in his underwear, and Corey's like, "Why would you be in your underwear?" And like, I'm a new kid, and I got beat up, and they took my clothes. They're very worried. Then Frankie Stacchino, Vader's son, <laughs> comes smashing Yay. into the episode. He's back. He this smashed... would have been his first like chronological appearance, Absolutely. right? Yes, yeah, his right. first appearance. He smashes the boys into the locker room, and then puts them he says he's gonna put them in the lockers and stuff and his buddy i forget what this guy's name is but he's funny too he's like he says something and frankie's like are you saying i'm gay and he's like i need to go think about this he leaves and this is what we're talking about earlier is this in is this like offensive or like a kind of funny joke i can't i could not tell like where he's like real on the line right on the line like he's 
I'm gay. Do Here's I need to thing. ponder this? I'm leaving Knowing... to think about what I need, like my life. He doesn't say it's gross or anything right. like that. It's just like, right. I got to think about yeah. it. I, I need to think about what you just said. But like knowing that character and what he like goes into, he's a, poet. He's a very thoughtful guy. Right. He's very like, you know, he, he he's not dumb. So right. I could like, in, in, if you're taking that character, like, you know, as we know him, that makes some sense. It's like, you know, maybe I do got to like this reassess where I am. And, yeah. and my preferences gay? are. And right, Great right. question. Yeah, it's almost yeah. So like, like I, I I laughed at it. I thought it was fun. I thought like knowing the characters, like, yeah, yeah. I thought it was funny. Like, it, I it almost, fit him. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong, but right. I thought it was like, oh, this is refreshing to him. Be like, not say it's gross, right? But be like, exactly. Oh, maybe I do need to think about that. Maybe but, I am right. gay. Let me go We're think so, about this. This is not like that era. Like that era right. is like making fun of gay yes. people, and you know, so that's what I'm so like. We're lucky to think that they did that I on think, purpose, you know. I feel like they weren't trying to do that, right. but it just came off that way right. to me. Like, right? Oh, this years is, later, <laughs> this is kind of refreshing. Of like a dude's like, you know what? I don't know. I have never thought about my sexuality. Let me go right. think about this real quick. I don't know. That's not what right. they were going for at right. all. But it plays yeah. that way somewhat. I don't I know. What do you think? My 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 gut reaction was, oh no. Right, um, but you i think you're correct you know he's not like nah you are which right. i feel like full house would have done um <laughs> did do well, to, to be, be fair any ever showed on that baby to be fair but boy michelle got racy in the third season <laughs> <laughs> she was too sassy i know i am but what are you oh shit <laughs> oh, oh my god she became um, racist in season wow, five yeah. Thank God the babies never started talking because yeah, right. they Those had a twins. whole bunch of horrible shit oh, for them to God. say. They're incels now. Um, <laughs> probably are. Oh, they uh, you never know. Them and Mark hanging out in the basement. Oh, <laughs> Mark. Or the Brendan. I forget which no, one. It's the Mark. Well, no, Mark is the one with the right-wing literature. If you yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Anyway, my gut was, oh, no. But mm-hmm. I think you're correct maybe with 2020 eyes like this actually is kind of a thoughtful joke but i also feel like if you're gonna make that joke nowadays you got to be a little more like tactful yeah Yeah. for sure right um like i still don't think you can make that joke even if you have current sensibilities Mm -hmm. yeah no you can't it made no sense it made absolutely no sense that he would it's just a misunderstanding it seems like like he misheard is yeah. that what I'm? Is that what yeah, I'm? Yeah, right. Because like he, he he said something out of order, and he thought it yeah. was just like almost did like you dyslexic. Say just, that I'm gay. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And they just the other not one is like I did something, but I don't know. I just thought it was like it's just kind of funny the way yeah. that they did this, and it's right. not offensive to me. It se- doesn't seem offensive, but it's still funny. But I like know. I just can't give them. That's the not what they're doing it on purpose. Like, yeah, you know. I, There's I, not right. what they were going for. They were right. trying to be edgy and 20 funny. years ago. I think I would have viewed it differently. Agree. Yeah, probably for sure. But I did kind of li- yeah. like how they played it. I don't know. Because yeah. it comes back. Like they, they it does yeah. come they back. Scene. Yeah, right. Topanga shows up. She's looking good. She looks like a nerd in the other season. So she's all dolled up here and everyone's staring yeah. at her boobs. We're back to the staring at her boobs. Christ. They and haven't they say, gotten together, right? They haven't. No, this is before any yet. of this, right? Not yet. Let's just get a timeline here. Not yet. <laughs> so they both both boys go. Summer was stare at her boobs directly and go. Yeah. Summer was good to you. So we get this again. Jesus, come on again. <laughs> 
Mr. Turner comes in, the hot, cool, awesome motorcycle run karate teacher. And I remember Mr. Turner. Like he is yes. pretty vivid in my mind for He's like good. As the, Yeah, oh yeah, he is good. He's very I like good. this character. Yep. He's a cool guy, drives a Harley. He's and X-Men. they can confu- they confuse him to uh right X-Men. I, yeah, I, right. I enjoyed that. One of the things Boy Meets World does the best is taking pop culture and putting it right into the show when it matters instead of like 20 years ago pop culture. So this dude is comes in and everyone thinks he's the bully, but no, he's actually the teacher. Oda's class, he teaches English. Corey says, he says to Corey, are you trouble? You keep asking all these questions. Are you, are you going to be trouble for me? And he's like, no, actually that's Sean's role in the show. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. It's almost breaking the fourth wall. Um, so they talk about the Odyssey, and then Mr. Turner finds the X-Men comic in Corey's stuff, and he's like, you know what? Let's talk about the X-Men comic. Like, let's let's find a way to talk about how the Odyssey and the X-Men comic come together. It's like, this is great. Yeah, 90s X-Men too. You can't get better than that. (laughs) So good. Uh, Corey and Sean talk about how their schedules are not the same for the first time in years. They have to go to separate classes. That was well done too because they have this realization and then the bell rings and all the kids like flood the hallway and forcefully separate them. I thought that was was good. Same scene was in Full House. Done shitty. Yeah, right. Yes, (laughs) yes. Corey needs Eric's help to get away from this bully. And Eric says, pretends not to know him a bunch of times. Harley says, we meet Harley and he says he's going to retake the SOTs and maybe finally get out of high school. <laughs> and then we get the second gay joke. <laughs> and again, uh, Frankie Stacchino has to ponder his sexuality. He's like, I still haven't figured it out. And he like goes in the bathroom. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just, I think it's funny. He says, I need time. Leave me alone. I need time to figure this out. Corey meets with the new, the bully, Harley Connor. And he says, I want to be your underling. And he says, great. You need a new name. Cause Corey Matthews is not scary. You need to be Johnny baboon. And then this weird hall monitor shows up. <laughs> I don't think ever shows up again. And writes them up, and he says, what's your name? And he says, Baboon. And he has to go meet with the principal, who is Mr. Feeney. He's back. There you go. Surprise. And I like how Feeney says, Feeney turns the chair around, and he says about himself, the legend continues. <laughs> yeah, right. About himself. It's amazing. Like, once again, breaking a lot of fourth wall. It's like, you and I are going to have a extensive time this year together. Yes. So let's just separate now it's almost like let's continue on with the story here i am i'm your new principal let's all move on this will be another episode and then like they go back and forth a little bit and he says his one of his great lines for the first few seasons he's like just get out of my face (laughs) to Corey. and then Corey's like all right i will i'm gonna go to social studies who's taught by Feeney. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) He's doing everything. He's everywhere. He's my neighbor. He's my principal. He's my teacher. (laughs) Harley and Corey are going to get detention. So he says, I'm going to kill you at three o'clock. Meet me at the bathroom. I'm going to kick your ass. (laughs) Turner and Feeney debate educational practices about 
the X-Men comic and Feeney says like I'm the principal you are doing some weird ass shit like you can't do this and Turner's like I'm not afraid of you and he's like Feeney says I get that you're groovy and all <laughs> like, God. it's very Feeney though I, I like yes. that the character so they go back and forth and sort of threaten each other we get the nerds again and they get smashed yet again funny by the lunchroom doors is- absolutely hysterical because they <laughs> fucking stone cold Steve Austin their way into yes. that lunch room. and then everyone after steps over their dead bodies because <laughs> yeah. they're knocked out on the ground and you see like the girls walking in with their trays like stepping over in, in the background very very, funny. very clever yeah he says he can't ask uh, Corey says he can't ask Eric for help because of all the contract stuff and Sean's like you need to get his help because you're going to get your ass kicked uh, meanwhile, he's talking about his new car, which sucks. We we knew, and he's like, "Oh yeah, it's a Mustang, a Mustang Buick class." <laughs> so he has like a covert conversation with Eric, and Eric says, "Look, go to the nurse, pretend to be sick, get your ass pulled out of school, and then you'll never have to fight him." And then he goes to the nurse's office, and the nerds are there, and they're talking about how it's safer there, and they're never going to leave the nurse's office ever. And Corey's like, well, I'm not a coward, so I guess I'll go fight this guy. And then the nerds get blasted by the nurse's door yet again. And they both have broken noses. They talk about their broken noses. Turner spots Corey and he's like, you don't, something seems wrong here. Are you all right? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. If I can make it out alive, I'll see you tomorrow or something like that. And Turner's like, that's a weird thing to say. I'm going <laughs> to sort of linger around here and see what happens. So Corey says that he had to Sean, I have to face my bully alone. Sean, of course, is already hot with the ladies. So he just gets pulled off by a lady. Harley faces off with him, but Eric comes in to protect him, even though he said he wouldn't. They're about to get into a fight when Mr. Turner, who is like six inches away, is like, okay, we're not doing this. Let's get out of here. And he's like, I teach English kickboxing. I rode a motorcycle. I can fuck you up. (laughs) Harley (laughs) Kiner says, could I take you? You think I could take you? And he's like, sorry, son. No, I don't think so. And so Harley's like, fair. Fair yeah. play. And he like, leaves. I can still I can take that kid though, right? He's like, yeah, yeah probably. He's like, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, you, yeah you can do <laughs> like it. Corey. Face at the end. <laughs> yeah. So Turner saves the day, and then he says, "Go do your fucking homework, you son of a bitch." And Corey says, "What do I have to read it for? I already lived the Odyssey." Funny. Very funny. Then Sean, the fight's over. He goes to find Sean. He says, "The fight's over," and he opens the locker, and of course, there's a girl in there making out with Sean. And he says, wow, those are big. Those those lockers are big. And then (laughs) back home and the family's fighting and Morgan dominates everyone. She wants to watch the fucking Flintstones or whatever. Yells at the family and that's it. Yep. Good episode. Solid. Yep. Yep. Some great stuff in here. Probably the best like coherent story out of the five. Oh, you know, (laughs) so very well written. Yeah. for, For that purpose. Right. Set everything, everything up really mattered. nicely. Yep, yep. Right. Everything mattered. Yep. Yep. Good. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. I thought this episode was great. Mm-hmm. It's and, a famous one. It's definitely a famous one. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I mean, I, I feel like I remember a lot of this growing up. Yeah. Um, 
it's just such a shame how shit this show gets it gets so it's, weird it gets yeah. i mean it's i think it's always the funniest show that we watch like Great i think jokes. their jokes mm-hmm. are on point um i think i i mean i would even say it might even be funnier than perfect strangers i think perfect strangers is the better show wow. because it is funny and i love their chemistry and their physical comedy is unmatched right um like that's what really makes perfect strangers is their chemistry with each other mm-hmm. uh, but i think this show has awesome jokes yeah even the bad episodes i think have really funny jokes do I you think, think they're stupid i think the plots are nonsensical there's definitely a shift in this show i don't know Agreed. if it's season I was, four mm-hmm. i was just trying to look it up and it, i can't it becomes a, very topanga and cory centric and emo- i think yeah emotional it's like way more emotional than funny right at times maybe that's i mean you know like when did like like she's all that and like that type of movie yes. you know like the would have been around that time i mean would have been around been. That i mean is that what they're doing is, are they trying to play up on that like teen mm-hmm. drama yeah. hype because i yes. feel like there's a million movies like that yeah never been kissed right um like all the 10 ones. things i hate about you prince jr in it <laughs> yeah. right every Freddie prince jr thing i mean ever they even bring in jennifer Fetterman, yes so. right yeah, right, right, right. Halloween one, uh, right, right. So, like, I mean, they're even obviously playing off of that. I know what you did last summer vibe, like, and so maybe they were just maybe the show wasn't performing particularly well. They're in that weird transition when Corey's like too old to be doing kid shit, but too young to be in in college yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. These episodes, the late episodes are so shit, but these early episodes are so fucking good. I think there's also like these sitcoms had like what, like 26, 28 episodes so per season. Episodes. It's so like that's like three seasons for certain movies and certain TV shows now, certain TV shows nowadays. So I feel like it's so hard to flesh out characters for like 28 episodes for however long so Boy world ran yeah uh, you're, you're just repeating yourself or you're just you're not being as creative right. you're not fleshing out the characters as much that's why we i mean we joke around about about all the time but topanga and Corey break up because like, that's an easy episode to write like you know you can just fill that in every year and then have yeah. them get over it or introduce a new character now that's the girlfriend or the well yeah we had an episode like that what am i saying it makes you want to watch more because you want to see what happens right, right. It, it becomes more very like you're right very like teen drama instead of comedy you know right no it's like a sons of anarchy problem like oh i want to see what happens and then you realize like three episodes later like no this was bad (laughs) can we go back yeah right it's time to rank these five episodes of back to school i feel like we're gonna be there's gonna be a lot of agreement on this one it might be we always think that you'd be i mean i probably agree with you on this one but yeah sometimes there are surprises yeah, number five I mean, is number five. It's full house. It's the shittiest show horrible. Full house sweeper. I'm not even kidding anymore. I think this legitimately might be the worst show I've ever seen. It is can't be. There's so got to be worse bad. than this. I mean, I I don't know. Like maybe the you know I don't remember there there God, was Uncle Jesse Anderson is a librarian show on Fox oh yeah right right 2006. So maybe that's worse. Stacked. <laughs> maybe stacked is worse. I mean, stacked. but I just for such a long running widely loved show this yeah. has to be the worst i'm not i'm not trying to be hyperbolic and i'm not trying to be sarcastic i think this show is just poorly made poorly written primarily poorly acted mm-hmm. it's miserable it's a fucking slog every time 
I feel t- like there are ep- I try to start with Full House mainly because mm. I, I want to get out of the way, but also like I tend to watch these really late. And if I watch it late, I'll, I'll fall asleep. Like I didn't right. do it this one, but like I have like dozed yes. off in the middle of full house episodes before. And I just, sure. I had to wake up so and rewatch, which, which is even worse. You know, <laughs> so, there's no camera there's nothing movement. Worse. It's just right. static shots of boring people. Right. I don't want to wake up to babies in, in a box. I want to wake up to you're missing the Eucharist. That's what I want to wake up to. Jesus Christ. That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah, you're supposed to be doing. This is consistently the worst, and this episode is no different. Yeah, five. Sweep it. Four. Tough. Uh, that this is a little bit tough. Everybody else is kind of in the same boat. Sort of. I'm gonna... missing something here. I'm mis- I'm forgetting a show. I'm going Mr. Cooper. Okay. I'm going Mr. Um, Cooper because the dance. We watch? I enjoy the dance with yeah. Sherman. It's just um, they're not. There's not much there. There's not a lot there. He's Mark Curry again. Very funny, great, but there's nothing else. Don Cheadle, whatever. The <laughs> Vanessa, whatever. Raymond Simone is not very good in this. I mean, she's yeah. fine, but doesn't have anything to do. There's nothing else except for Mark Curry. So I'm putting it four, even though there's some very funny moments. I Mark. Sabrina, I think at number four. Mm. I, I just my number four. Yeah, I mean, it's just it was such a such a a jump for what we're used to, and I don't think the other ones were t- you know terribly good. Um, we all right. agree that Sa- that Salem is the best part of these shows, and once again was. Uh, but like, out of all the jokes that we saw, other than Full House, which I'm, is in a whole new category, like none of these jokes really landed for me. What interested me about this was like, oh, this looks completely different. Oh, Punky Brewster is here. Like you know, mm. like the the things that are just not in the universe of Sabrina, that's what kind of got me uh, and made me slightly interested. But like the comedy was all bad. I found Sabrina interesting as like a slice of time, Mm -hmm. you know, especially one when 2000, I was 15, 16. Like that's a, it's, it's a time that you remember fondly, but you, it's hard to nail down specifics. Right. So to Mm -hmm. see a TV show set in such a specific time period, um, like I found it interesting, but, other than Salem, not a single joke landed for me. I thought Sabrina was wicked awkward. Again, problems that just shouldn't exist in this world. Maybe the next mm. episode's better. I don't know. I do remember Sabrina fondly, but also this was a this was a switch. New network, obviously right. trying to go for something new. None of the stuff I remember liking about Sabrina was in this right. episode, other than the Agreed. cat, other than Salem. So mm. it was a power fantasy, like Sabrina. Yeah. You know, like when you're a young kid, when you're 11. Yeah, right, right. You know, right. fantastical slapsticky humor like works. But right. now it's just a girl going to college having it's a fucking Gilmore Girls episode mm-hmm. with a little bit of magic and a talking cat. True. Which might be Gilmore Girls. I haven't and seen worse, <laughs> worse dialogue. Yeah. Gilmore Girls has some fun dialogue. Okay. Sabrina, four for you guys. Cooper, uh, four for me. What's your number three? Then it would be hanging with Mr. Cooper. Yeah, same with me. Yep, hanging with okay. Mr. Cooper. Yeah, not a great episode, but Mark Curry is fucking good. Mm-hmm. He's great. Really funny. I 
love Sherman Hemsley. Like, I mean, I, I, I a lot yeah, of this yes. because I love him as, as BP Richfield and dinosaurs. Like he's so funny in that show, just hearing the voice got me excited. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the way he emotes. He's very, I mean, obviously he's a veteran of TV. He knows exactly what he's doing. And the interaction with those two was funny. I liked Nell Carter, like in that new role, I, I want to see more Mr. Cooper episodes uh, with, with her involved and like the new cast that we have with Raven Simone and such. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't the worst. It was just, you're right. Like it was Mark Curry was very funny and there was a lot of nothing around him. So I went with Sabrina three. So we just flip flopped yep. there and it's all because of Salem. Yep. Salem's jokes were funnier than the, anything else in the episode. I thought he was odd. as always. So good. Mm-hmm. Correct. So good. Still funny. Still made me laugh. Like legitimately the keg party thing made me laugh. Yeah. They, some of those jokes made me laugh out loud. His costumes so. get me sometimes too. Where he's oh, like in yeah. the you know, he's in like the the letterman jacket, you know. Right. Yes. Yeah. He's in a straight jacket, then yeah. a letterman jacket. Yes. All right. Number two. The other one, clueless. <laughs> okay, clueless. <laughs> clueless. Um, I don't have much to say about this episode other than I thought it was pretty okay yeah like it was a breezy experience to watch i didn't mind it at all thought it was a little bit funny just went right through me but in a good way (laughs) it was uh it was like like a really good burrito from chipotle (laughs) got up clapped your hands in and out out. yep in and out (laughs) yep uh clueless for me too um, I, I think that they like said it, re- it reminded me so much of scrubs. It was a little weird. It, I know I brought that up earlier, but like the more I think about it, it really could have been an episode, uh, just all the dream sequences and like the breaking the fourth wall. Uh, that's all stuff I liked. And it's what I liked about scrubs. And I don't know, I, I, the introduction of the dad and then just acknowledging like yeah it's somebody different what are you gonna do about it let's move on like i thought that was good so uh all the characters are all the actors and actresses are just they know the characters they nail them they're funny good episode yeah Yeah. very good i put clueless too as well yeah a lot of it has to do with it wasn't ever terrible but it also had that amazing joke about the 27 year old playing high school (laughs) That's an absolute killer. It, it really is. Killer joke. Best well joke done. of all of these, probably. And uh, yeah. so that puts it at number two. Even though it's a failed TGIF <laughs> show coming in at number two. Yeah. Clueless right, right now. What is it? How many seasons did that run? Two or three? It was three. Clueless? One on TGIF and uh, two okay. on UPN, UPN or something. This was like? actually the first episode on UPN. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely so on UPN. Technically not TGIF. It didn't last long on ABC. Right, it moved right. It was one one season, and uh, and though, but it was we talked about this before. It was one season on TGF. They canceled it, and then they realized the ratings weren't as bad as they thought. They tried to get it back, but UPN already scooped it up, and they couldn't get it back from UPN. That's what. Good happened. job, UPN. That's funny. Wait, so, sneak in died on UPN. Next yeah. time, Eddie. <laughs> they crushed it. UPN crushed it with close. Anyway, number one meaning Boy Meets World a sweep. Yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah, All I mean, this us. was stand out compared to the other ones. so much better than anything else it this. just it set up everything so well like i really like this 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 season would be very interesting to me to kind of go through in order to see how everybody progresses um i like the idea of them in a new environment i like mr feeney in a new role slash old role always around i think that's funny you know mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I hate to say it, but like seeing like the whole Corey Topanga thing early on would be kind of interesting, yeah. you know, because right now they just seem like friends, you know. Right. So right. Yeah. I mean, I don't like seeing my future and past girlfriend with another guy. I don't care how little they mean to them, but <laughs> you know, if you guys are into it, that's cool. right. Right. You mean I mean, your, I have to, I have to live with the fact that you all dated her as well. Right. All the time. Who's she with right. right now? Do we know? Oh. Between the three of us? Yeah, not, not no, mine. No, she's with fucking Shrimp Tail Guy. Oh, shit. That's right. Yeah. Right. Fuck. She's, with that she's had guy. another baby with him, which, of course, I'm going to have to take care of. So. Right. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Wrap it's it up weird. when you're not with me. Listen, he's got red hair and glasses, man. Take care of my Uh-oh. kids. Oh, <laughs> so. no. Oh. Bad news, Shrimp Tail Guy. Look <laughs> out, Shrimp. You've been divorced, Shrimp Tail Guy. Chabay is leaving you. You got a Bills fan in the midst. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Boy Meets World. Yeah, Boy Meets World. And I just, I can't stress enough how fucking great the joke about them slamming the door in those nerds. Yeah, yeah. right. And saying the funny. exact same line. Yeah, yep. very funny. I can't, I mean, that is, that's the kind of joke that I'm jealous of. Like, yep. I wish I could come so up with good. something that good. Mm-hmm. Good weird. episode, though. Like, I like these back to school. It was cool. Like, yeah. a, a lot yes. of them were, like, beginning anew, which I thought was yeah. kind of cool to check out, you know? Like, almost, like, reset some of these series. I and mean, some mm-hmm. some of them literally did, so. Yeah, cool. most of them. Yeah. Yeah. All right, next time. We've already got it picked. We don't need yeah. to debate it. It's Halloween part two. Ooh. Halloween part two, which means that we get the headliner. <laughs> Steve part Bishop. two. Yeah. yeah. Steve part two. Family matters. We haven't done family matters in a little while. Yes, that's right. Yeah, we get episodes. to get back to them. Yeah. Even Steve-le though it'll be Steve-le too. Steve-le too. Yeah. There was a second Steve-le. And I'm sure there's a billion other Halloween <laughs> episodes. Oh, I mean, that's, that's very rare. There's got to be a perfect, another Perfect Strangers Halloween that we can do. Yes, well, we haven't done them in a while either. So Yeah, we got to bring them back. Is there yeah. a Dinosaurs Halloween episode besides we did, one? Other than the one that we, we did. did the um, one? Yeah. That's oh, it. that's right. With the werewolves. Yeah. We'll yeah. get back to, to yeah. Dinosaurs soon. Uh, but yes, Halloween, Steve-le too, the headliner. Yeah. That'll be uh, dropping around Halloween time, right? Yeah. Right around Halloween. Yeah, right around Halloween. Halloween's That'd on a good. Sunday. It'll be right around that time. Yeah. All right. That's it. It's time for plugs. What you got for some plugs this time? Guys? I'm not plugging nothing. I look like an idiot every fucking week. <laughs> <laughs> Find me on Twitter at Killagreg17. <laughs> Sometimes I retweet things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um. God. God. You can follow me at Megastar Mark on the tweet machines. Also, follow us at WCWTF Podcast, the other podcast that I do with Killer Greg over there. Even if you don't want to listen to the episodes, uh, by all means, follow us on Twitter. We're posting all time funny pictures, funny old merchandise I find from WCW. We have a good interaction. We get retweeted by random wrestlers, which I love. We definitely appreciate everybody who follows us and everybody who uh, watches me struggle as I go through eBay and find party hats of Sting on it. So, yeah, I really enjoyed the uh, Bret Hart hauling up the moon, <laughs> the moon shirt. I <laughs> absolutely, I was like, I would get, I would yeah. wear that and get that right. if it still existed. I feel like that he probably had like pages of notes on that TV on that T-shirt about how it needed to be different font sizes yes. and colors to match up to his great. Yeah, Ryan, uh, I've been able to actually catch up on your other podcasts in the last couple of weeks. Yes. You've been doing a really good job with there. I like your uh, I like your eBay prices right. <laughs> yeah. I think that's very funny. That's Although complete. I have to ask, and maybe yes. you explain this at one point. Oh, are okay. you including shipping on that or not? 
we're not including shipping. Uh, See, I feel like shipping. you have to because mm-hmm. I mean, you know, right. as a professional eBayer, oh. sometimes shipping's half the scam. That's yeah. true. I've seen that before. I've been trying to get my hands on some Christmas gifts, and the shipping is more than the fucking thing's price. Uh-huh. Especially these days, makes me yeah. so angry. But yes, uh, it is very fun. That's probably the first of all, we just ripped that off from you guys. I was like, oh, this would be fun if I just find a weird uh, merchandise item and see if these two goofs can guess what it is. But it's priced because I guarantee they will never get close. They're like, oh, it's like five bucks. And I know. Sorry. Three hundred dollars. <laughs> 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 Who would pay for that? I don't know. Re- weird wrestling fans. You can find that stuff on the Nation Conversation, the podcast that I do. Wacky shit like that. And I'm going to secede most of my plugs, give give up most of my plugs, and plug one of our friends on TJF Pod, or, uh, Pod TJF on Twitter, TV Show Graphs. Go follow this lady. She's great. Does some awesome stuff. I'll do it right it has now. has nothing to do with TJIF. And uh, she's not even asked me to do this, but it's charts and lists and really funny, fun stuff. Go follow her. She's fun. So that's it. We've got Halloween coming up. We have officially gone back to school. Yep. We are ready to go. You know who also really likes Halloween is Sean Waltman, X-Pac. There, got it in. (laughs) (laughs) And we're done. (laughs) How? How? I saw the buzzer going. I saw the time going down. All right. That's it. Peace out, everybody. Bye. Bye.